exclusive live coverage of Berks County High School Basketball. High School Sports at WEU was brought to you in part by Hangstaff Family Dental, Bachman Roofing, Chick-fil-A, Cross Keys Insurance, Judd Firestone Plumbing, Coon Funeral Homes, Lincoln Plumbing and Heating, Overhead Door Company of Reading, Redner's Warehouse Markets, Remax Real Estate Agent Phil Macaronis, and by UECU. Berks County High School Basketball, presented by Cross Keys Insurance, only on WEU 8.30 a.m. in Reading, and online at 8.30 WEU.com. WEU's coverage of Berks County High School basketball continues tonight in Division One of the Berks Boys Conference as the Running Red Knights take on the Wilson Bulldogs. Running comes in at 12 and seven overall. Wilson at 13 and six, but the numbers that matter the most is six and three. Wilson six and three. Redding six and three. And even though they're not here tonight, Muhlenberg is also six and three after the Mules win on Monday night here in WEU over Wilson. It now becomes a three-way tie atop the Division I standings. It will all get sorted out between now and Tuesday night, and you'll hear all of it get sorted out here at WEU, but it starts with this one tonight. It's the Red Knights and the Bulldogs, and as always, it's presented to you by Krosky's Insurance. It's live on 8.30 a.m. WEU, the voice of Burks and beyond. And it's available to you as well for free tonight and until the last basketball bounces in March. For free online, no matter where you are, at 830weu.com. We'll take a timeout back to West Lawn with our pregame show right after this. Bad hair day? Bad day at the office? bad day behind the wheel. Hey, stuff happens, even to the best of us. At least your car insurance rate doesn't have to take a hit. Get Erie Rate Lock from Erie Insurance. Gives you a great rate that stays put until you change a car, driver, or your address. Plus, seriously good service. Now that's something to smile about. Your Erie agent in Reading and Hamburg is Cross Keys Insurance. Get a quote at 610-916-6190. Erie Rate Lock does not guarantee continued insurance coverage and is not available in all states. Shopping at Redner's has never been easier or more convenient with Redner's Ready, the order online and pickup service for Redner's Markets. Visit rednersmarkets.com and click on the Redner's Ready icon. Then choose your items, pay online, and pick up your order in any of the designated Redner's Ready parking spaces and your groceries will be brought right to your car. It's Redner's Ready, the convenient online order and pickup service available only at rednersmarkets.com. Looking for a game-winning play for your next tailgate or get-together? Score big this season with trays from Chick-fil-A. Delicious chicken nuggets and chicken strips, fruits and garden salads, chocolate chunk cookies, and their delicious mac and cheese. Make a play with Chick-fil-A and you'll be a winner every time. Visit Chick-fil-A at Broadcasting Square, 5th Street Highway, and Exeter Commons. Chick-fil-A voted America's favorite fast food restaurant. Welcome back to Wilson High School alongside Rich Garcella. My name is Bob McCool. The Reading Red Knights, the Wilson Bulldogs tonight. Again, the Berks Conference boys action in Division One. 
As the Red Knights and the Bulldogs and Mules all tied atop the standings at 6-3. and three. And we'll dig into the Reading Red Knights. And for Reading High, it still goes back to the one that got away. And that's the Berks Catholic game. They were up 21 against the Saints only to see Berks Catholic come from behind and take it away. And obviously that much closer the Red Knights able to, or, or would be have been able to hold off the Saints, and it might be a different picture in the standings. Well, or, or we go go back to the Muhlenberg game where they lost in double overtime at Muhlenberg. But regardless, the Red Knights are playing well. They, they play well. They bounce back after the loss to Berks Catholic with two impressive, sort of impressive performances. They outscored Governor Mifflin by a lot in the fourth quarter, beat the Mustangs, rolled past Daniel Boone. But right now, everything for the Red Knights revolves around Yadiel Cruz. He is the leading scorer in Berks County with an average of 22.6. He has averaged 25.8 in his last nine games since the last time these two teams met in early January. He is the guy to watch tonight for the Red Knights. Yeah, when you take a look at what Yadiel Cruz is doing, you're talking about a guy who elevated his game from the beginning of from last season to the beginning of this season as it was again the the graduation losses of miles gray and ruben rodriguez and amir Berdeen and and all that and all of that that helped the red knights win the state championship last year yadiel cruz was a piece of the puzzle that came off the bench and he had to become the central figure for the red knights as this season began but he has quite literally raised his game to a whole nother level and what i noticed and we talked about this with head coach francis camaro before the game tonight was his outside shooting he was always a factor inside snip besley told us he thinks he might be the one of the best offensive rebounders he's ever seen but now he's a now he's a three-point threat as well yeah we didn't see that last year as much he would take some 15-foot jumpers here and there but what we've seen he has terrific range with his three-point shot, he's got tw- 39 three-pointers, which ranks fifth in Berks County. Uh, just an, a terrific all-around player and also an exceptional defensive player. Uh, you know, he, he is in the conversation for the Berks Boys Player of the Year, along with Kevin Sands and I would say probably Josh McCoy. I think those three might be the might be one of those three might be the player of the year. <laughs> And so the other piece of the puzzle for me and for us and for the Red Knights is now the return of Nick Chapman. When these two teams met before earlier in January and the Red Knights had the win over Wilson at the Geigel 54-48, they did all of that without Nick Chapman. He's back. His presence is known. He is a defensive pain and he has become a much better offensive player as well. And Matt Coulter used a little stronger language than that. <laughs> Continue that sentence. He is. He is he's a thorn in the side of Reading opponents. Plays tenacious defense. And his offense seems to be developing. Has really picked up since he returned. He's averaging 11.7 a game. He's only played in 11 games. But his return has really given the Red Knights a lift played very very well in the first three quarters in that loss to Burks Catholic a couple weeks ago yeah Chapman averaging at 11.7 points per game he had 18 in a game against Burks Catholic he had a career high of 21 at the beginning of the season against Central York but he is a much more offensive player offensive threat 
than he was a year ago. That's the Reading Red Knights. They'll be taking on the Wilson Bulldogs. When we come back with our pregame show, we'll talk about the home team. Our high school basketball coverage continues tonight here on 830 AM, WEU in Reading. Hi, this is Mike Kuhn with Kuhn Funeral Home. We're proud to announce four convenient locations to serve you. Kuhn Funeral Home in West Reading and Temple, Berkey and Driscoll in Hamburg, and Worker Troutman in Pottstown. Compassionate professional service while working cohesively as a team is what sets our family business apart. Thank you for believing in us, and we promise to always be there for you. Family-owned since 1940, Sanders Funeral Home and Cremation Services have been providing care, compassion, and dignity to the greater Redding community. They are proud to serve you in your time of need, providing professional and personalized service. Our funeral directors can help you make pre-planning decisions that reflect your desires and budget. Sanders Funeral Home and Cremation Services can accommodate funeral, cremation, and memorial services of all sizes. Located at 1501 North 11th Street in Redding, call 610-372-1624 or sandersfuneral.com. Welcome back to West Lawn again tonight. The Reading Red Knights and the Wilson Bulldogs alongside Rich Garcella. My name is Bob McCool as our pregame show continues. Well, Rich, I talked about the one that got away with Reading High in a game against First Catholic. Might as well talk about the one that got away for the Bulldogs, and that's the one at the Geigel. Matt Colgerin has been talking to us about it every time we talk to him. The Bulldogs are up by eight in the third quarter. Let that one get away, and they have kind of circled i think the rematch of that one ever since yeah i don't think there's any question we've we've had several wilson games and matt culture almost always brought that game up to us uh and tonight tonight's no different this is a this is a huge game for the wilson bulldogs because while wilson redding and muhlenberg all control their destiny if wilson loses tonight they will be eliminated from the division one race because they will have suffered two losses to redding which is the tiebreaker, right. and they fall a game behind Reading. So they can, if they lose tonight, there is no way they can finish ahead of Reading in the Division One standings. Matt Coulter said his players know that. They realize how important it is. I mean, they're all jockeying for seeding in the Burks playoffs, which begin on February 12th. But I think if they want to win the division, tonight is a must game. Just like Monday night was a must game for the Muhlenberg Mules, same thing tonight for the Wilson Bulldogs. And they've got to find consistency on offense. In five of their six losses, they've had quarters where they've ended up in single digits. I'm just going to give you the last two games. Last week against Exeter in a 64-63 win, Wilson shot 10 for 19 from the field in the first quarter and then 3 for 9 from the field in the fourth quarter and were outscored 34-16 but held on to win. Monday night at Muhlenberg, they were two for 13 in the third quarter, scored just four points. We're still in the game, they were down nine. Then they came back, they, they made eight of 14 shots in the fourth quarter, but it was too little too late. They've got to find consistency. And Matt Coulter said offensively and defensively, he contends that they're still, he believes they're a really good team that outside maybe that non-league win over Central York hasn't put a full game together. Yeah, because you sit and you watch and you go, well, which one is Wilson? Is it the first half against Exeter or is it the first half against Muhlenberg? Because they were as polar opposite of performances as you possibly can. They put on a clinic in the first half against Exeter, and we thought we were in for a blowout that night. It wasn't. Exeter came back and made it a tight game. 
And then the game on Monday night against Muhlenberg. Muhlenberg scored the first 13 points of the ball game. And eventually Wilson came back and made it a tight game. And you kind of wonder, like, which one are they? Yeah. Matt Matt told us, I said, that, you know, this inconsistency on offense. He goes, well, it starts on the defensive end. I said, how's that? He said, because if we give up easy baskets, we start putting pressure on ourselves to make baskets. And in the third quarter at Muhlenberg, where they were going, where they went two for 13 and scored four points, they got good shots. They were open looks. They didn't yep. make them. Uh, so to, I think tonight the start is critical for Wilson. They're home. They need to get off to a terrific start. And then the other thing that I find interesting whenever you're going up against Reading High is do you have a player who can defend Yadiel Cruz? And so that's obviously a question we ask for Matt Colgan. And that's going to be Tommy Hunsaker, who's about six feet, six one, maybe. He's going to give up size to Cruz, but Matt Colgan hopes. He can make up for that lack of size with physicality. Tommy did a terrific job against, I think, Collado or Killen? Killen, I think. Killen. Killen. He yes. did a really good job Monday night against Killen, Shamar Killen, who had who just, he finished with nine points, right. but he only had five points in the first three quarters. And I look for that. That's a key matchup tonight for the Bulldogs. Time for us to take a look now at our keys to the game. Speaking of key matchups, we'll take a look at our keys to the game. Brought to you by Remax Real Estate Agent Phil Macaronis. If you're buying or selling a home, Phil Macaronis is a member of the Remax Hall of Fame. With over 20 years of experience running countless buyers and sellers, keys to their real estate transactions. Call 610-670-2770 and ask for Phil Macaronis for the keys to buying and selling your home. Red Knights and Bulldogs not at WEU. Rich Garcella has his keys to the game. Let's start with the visiting Reading Red Knights. Coach Francis Camaro once wants his players to box out, to control the glass, also wants them to control the tempo. And if the Red Knights are controlling the tempo, it could be a long night for the Bulldogs. Third key, limit the turnovers. And you're, and that's gonna, you're gonna hear that when I get to the Wilson keys too. <laughs> the X Factor tonight for the Red Knights, a good one. Senior Daquan Britt Burgess. He's averaging 6.2 points a game, but he's made 28 threes. Yep. He's a really good shooter. Francis Camaro said, I want to see him shoot even more. He can open the floor for Yadiel. He's a terrific defensive player. He guards every guard. And the, the best, the highest compliment a coach could pay to a player, he's our clue guy. Right. For the Wilson Bulldogs, the home team, Matt Colgan wants his guys to keep the guards in front of them, prevent penetration. They did a good job Monday against Shamar Killen and now Scalato, but Jaden Cantner hurt them in the third quarter. Limit the turnovers. Both teams want to limit the turnovers. And the third thing the Bulldogs want to do is match the Red Knights' toughness. The X factor tonight for the Bulldogs, in my opinion, and I think in Bob's too, is going to be Tommy Hunsaker. He's got a job on his hands to try to limit Yadiel Cruz. Yeah, Matt Colgan talked about the fact that he thought they they would be best served if they started to mix up the defenses, only because he he feels as if his kids sometimes maybe lull themselves to sleep a little bit by playing the same defense and switching things up might help help things and so we'll see how that ultimately impacts the bulldogs because the reason why coaches who love man-to-man don't like going to zone is because oftentimes you fail to box out when you play a zone because when you're playing man-to-man you know who you're supposed to box out and that's a factor because of Yadio Cruz on the offensive right. glass. I thought Wilson rebounded the ball well. I don't have stats because we don't we don't take rebounds, but I thought they rebounded well against Muhlenberg. Didn't allow many second shots. That's going to be critical tonight because of how well Cruz 
rebounds at the offensive end of the floor. Right, and then go back to the other one, which is the turnover factor. If my memory is correct, through two and a half quarters, Wilson had seven turnovers, and they had an eight-point lead. They lost, and they had committed, I think, either seven or eight more turnovers. How about and, 11 uh, in the second go. half? There you go. So, obviously, turnovers and what Redding High can do to you, which is to turn, make you play faster and to turn you over, and that's what Francis Kamara wants to do. Not just turn you over. They, they're going to make you hurry your shots right. and, and speed up, make you play faster than you want to play. Time's ours. Take a look at our starting lineups. They're brought to you by UECU. Utilities employees work hard every day to keep our communities powered and connected. Utilities Employees Credit Union has been serving them and their families with everything from mortgages to auto loans to savings for college. Now UECU wants to be there for you. Pennsylvania residents can now join UECU through their association with PACC. Visit UECU.org to get started. Federally insured by NCUA, equal housing opportunity lender. For Francis Camara, a former Red Knight who is now the head coach for the Red Knights in his first season, he will have, as we've talked about, Yadiel Cruz, 6'2", and a senior, along with Malik Osimano, 6'5", and a senior inside. His son, Jeremiah, is a freshman and a very good three-point shooter as well at 5'9". Nick Chapman, as we talked about, back in the mix and back in the starting lineup for the Red Knights, a 5'10", senior. And the sophomore point guard, Wesley Rosario, who had 10 points against Wilson all in the first half, and then he became what Wesley Rosario is best at, and that is a distributor from that point forward. Rosario is a six-foot sophomore. Matt Colgin, also a former Bulldog, is now in his 23rd season here in West Lawn. 404 wins, 194 losses. That 404 wins puts him fifth all-time in Berks County basketball history. Snip Essley, John Silent, Lloyd Wolf, Reggie Weiss. Those are the only four coaches in Berks County basketball boys' history who have won more games than Matt Coltrane in his 23 seasons here in well in West Lawn. He'll have Luke Levant, 6'4", and a senior inside, along with 6'1", senior Tommy Hunsinger. I'm sorry, I said Levant was a senior. He is a junior, 6'4", junior. Hunsinger, 6'1", senior. Tom McFadden, 5'11", and a junior. Carell Akings, 5'10", and a sophomore. And Maddox Gruber, 5'10", and a junior. That's the starting five for the Bulldogs. Akings at 11.5 points per game. Gruber at 10.5, the top two scorers for the Bulldogs. And as we mentioned... For the Red Knights, Yadio Cruz, the top scorer in the county now at 22.6 points per game. And Chapman, 11.7, the double-digit scorers for the Red Knights. But again, Yadio Cruz at 22.6. That's 22.6 with a bullet because he is at 26 per game over the course of the last nine games. Yadio Cruz just raising it to a whole nother level. So that's the matchup. Again, the Red Knights and the Bulldogs. And looking ahead, the teams aren't looking ahead. But we'll look ahead, and that's what happens next. After this for the Red Knights, it'll be a home game on Tuesday night against Muhlenberg. And so that's why I said between now and Tuesday, all this will get sorted out. As Rich said, for Wilson, it's pretty much must-win time. The Bulldogs Bulldogs will finish up their season at Governor Mifflin. Can't look past that because the Mustangs have been a problem. They got Muhlenberg, and they had the Red Knights on the ropes just a couple of nights ago. And they battled Wilson hard that first meeting. I think Wilson won by six. Right. So even if the Bulldogs come out of here with a W, they cannot assume anything at Governor Mifflin on Tuesday night. And then, of course, the other aspect of this is that on Tuesday night, Muhlenberg will be at Reading High. That'll be our game on Tuesday night. And so by the time it's all said and done, we'll at least know who wins the division. 
We won't know the seedings because that will ultimately come out over the course of the next couple days. In between all that, we'll have another basketball game for you, and that's tomorrow night. Speaking of Governor Mifflin, we'll be at the Governor Mifflin Athletic and Community Center. Girls basketball for you tomorrow night. The Burks Catholic Saints, the Governor Mifflin Mustangs, those two teams will certainly be a part of the postseason as well. We will have that one for you tomorrow night here on WEU as well. So that's a little bit of a look ahead of our basketball game coverage. It's a brand new day at WEU and a whole lot of good things and new things and great things coming your way over the course of the next couple of days, the next couple of weeks, and the next couple of months as well. Stay tuned. Lots of fun coming your way here on WEU. Good basketball coming your way tonight. When we come back to West Lawn, it's the Red Knights and the Bulldogs in a boys basketball showdown. Jason, this furnace is struggling again. Should we get someone to fix it or just donate it straight to the museum? Wow, that is a real piece of history right there. Can I be of service? When you don't know what to do, when you're worried your older model furnace might be truly beyond hope, one man will be by your side, fighting for truth, justice, and a few more years of heat. Speaking of history, is archery still a thing? I'm the H.L. Bowman Bowman. And did you know that the furnace technicians at H.L. Bowman have the parts and experience to repair even the most quaintly outdated furnace and have you feeling cozy again in no time? I feel cozy just hearing you say that. Ashley, I'm standing right here. Not in tights, you're not. The H.L. Bowman Bowman. Visit hlbowman.com. No regrets. You'll never regret switching to Erie Insurance, where you'll always be treated fairly. It's easy. J.D. Power ranked us highest in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance purchase experience two years in a row. So get a quote today. Call Cross Keys Insurance, 610-916-6190, or go to crosskeysins.com. For J.D. Power award information, go to jdpower.com. Insurance. Great job on the anthem tonight by Evelyn Melagrana, who's a student here at Wolves High School. Good field hockey player as well for the Bulldogs. An excellent job by her. Great crowd on hand, as you might expect. High school basketball here in Berks County. The Red Knights and the Bulldogs. And a good turnout to watch and hopefully for you as well. Because, you know, it's a high school basketball game on WEU, so it's supposed to be close yeah we, we've had a lot of close ones folks we even got st- stopped by somebody who said hey, if you're here it's going to be a close game man <laughs> the, we've the, had the words so many. were a barn burner yeah barn burner whatever well the, the magic- i should have i should have 
puts a ma- should have tried to the magic copy number, that. Copy the ma- right yeah, the, the magic number tonight for Wilson is eight. Redding has beaten Wilson eight straight times since the Ooh. 2021 Burks Championship game. So the Bulldogs are hoping they can break that streak tonight here in Westlawn. We are set to go. Our three-man officiating crew, Craig Lavigna, Tom Gwizdowski, and Justin Work. The Red Knights in their visiting red with a white trim. And the Bulldogs in their home whites. And it's the Red Knights who control it. Kamara up ahead. Cruz thought about popping for a three right away. Gives it up instead for the top for Chapman. Maddox Gruber tried to knock it away. Chapman picks it up and drives and misses. And Luke Levan pulls down the rebound for the Bulldogs. Tommy Hunsinger will push it up the floor. Finds McFadden who beats everybody down and finishes for two. Surprise, Wilson beat Redding down the floor. Tommy McFadden with the finish. Hunsinger with the assist and it's 2-0 Bulldogs. Here's Cruz, the top of the key for three is no good. Levan trying to keep Osamano off the boards and does. Gruber in the open floor. Gruber down the other end will miss it. Levan hustles down. His putback is no good. And Osumano pulls down the rebound. Here comes Jeremiah Kamara in the open floor. Up and under and home and we're tied. Really nice up and under by Jeremiah Kamara. It's important. Wilson trying to get out off to a good start here tonight. Fast start. They're in attack mode. Kamara at 9.2 points per game. Guards achings to start. As the Bulldogs give it to Hunsinger in a corner. Bring Cruz away from the basket. Guarding Hunsinger, who now drives along the baseline, lost the handle on it, and the Red Knights will take it away. Cruz on the takeaway, and in the open floor, a little Euro step up off the glass, not there. And Levan does a nice job again to hustle down and get the rebound. Nice stop, nice transition defense by Corral Aikens. Aikens has it now in the corner off the deflection from Osamana. He'll pop for three, that's well short, and rebounded on a bounce by Chapman. Now Chapman wants to run. Up ahead for Rosario, tough catch. Hunsinger knocked it away. Red Knights turn it away. Up and down the floor we go. Aikens will try it again for the same spot. Same result. Short on the three. And Usumano has the rebound for the Red Knights. There's a tempo tonight for both teams, and it's fast. <laughs> yeah, this is up the Red Knights' alley right now. This is what they want to do is to play faster. But Matt Colgin usually says, you know, we don't mind running, but we just have to be selective with it. It's 2-2, two, two, two minutes in. Cruz trying to beat Hunsinger off the dribble. Gives it up to Rosario, who kicks it around to Chapman. And back to Rosario, the sophomore drives inside. Wanted to kick it back, but travel with it. So back-to-back turnovers for the Red Knights. Good half-court defense there by the Bulldogs. Cut off the penetration by Rosario, forced the turnover. Looks like Redding now will pick up full court in man. And when Muhlenberg did this on Monday night against the Bulldogs, they pretty much cleared everybody out and let Akings bring it up the floor. That's what they do here. Guarded by Kamara to Hunsinger to high post. Back to Aikens on the right wing. He drives it. Kamara dumps it off nicely to Levan for two. Pretty penetration and dish by Corral Aikens to Luke Levan for the basket. Puts the Bulldogs on top and gets Levan involved early. Kamara foul line jumper off the dribble off the back iron. Maddox Gruber pulls down the rebound for the Bulldogs. Cut off. Gives it up for Hunsinger. He'll bring it across half court with 5.20 left to go in the first. Hunsinger off the Levan screen. Try to give it back on the screen to roll to Levan. It's taken away by Kamara. Up ahead for Chapman, who will drive and finish, but miss it with the left hand. And there's Levan down there again for another Bulldog rebound. Hunsinger in the open floor. Picks it out for Gruber, who will wait. And they sag off of Hunsinger. His three is well short. Here comes Rosario on a run out. He's on a three on one. Behind the back to Cruz, and it's knocked out of bounds. Nice job by Maddox Gruber to deny the layup to Yadiel Cruz. Yeah, it, it is racehorse basketball here. <laughs> Up and down, hardly a half-court set. 
three substitutions for the Bulldogs. Junior Cam Zulinger, Junior John Edom, and Junior Christo Hunsinger all check in for Wilson. Akings, Levan, and Tommy Hunsinger out. This was the plan Matt Colger told us about. He wants to use a lot of players tonight. Off the inbounds, great find on a backdoor cut. Chapman on the inbounder to Rosario for two, and we're tied at four. So McFadden brings the ball up the floor now for the Bulldogs. Guarded by Rosario. Gives it up for Gruber. Maddox still without a shot so far in this early going. Now he's trapped. They try to force him to give it up. Make him give it up. He does to Christo Hunsinger. Swinging around. Zulinger corner three is well off the mark. And Rosario has the rebound for running hot. Up ahead for Chapman. To Kamara in the corner. They'll wait and set it up. No, they won't. Jeremiah will put up a three that's off the rim. And Christo Hunsinger with a rebound. Nothing on the offensive glass for the Red Knights. No shot clock needed here, Bob. <laughs> That's for sure. My goodness. To that. Nobody's bashful tonight. We are halfway through the first quarter, tied at four. Back to Gruber from the right wing. Guarded by Chapman. Gives it up for Edom. He'll pop for three. That's in and out. Tipped up in the air, and Osan Osumano has the rebound for the Red Knights. Chapman in the open floor. Stutter step. Needs help. Kicks it back. Swings it around to Rosario, the sophomore point guard. Back to Kamara, who drives up and off the glass for nice, two. Nice drive across the lane. Put it up with the right hand and finished. Running high on top for the first time at 6-4. Four of the six coming from Kamara. Zulinger has it on the right wing. Brings Cruz away from the basket. McFadden looks for the backdoor cut. Not there. Swing it back and around for Edom. To Christo Hunsinger to baseline. Trying to get Osumano up in the air. Back to Edom, who's left alone at the foul line and buries the jumper. Nice look by Christo Hunziger, who looked inside, found no room, and kicked it to Edom, who scored. Yadiel Cruz trying to work his way through traffic and contact in there. And it looks like they're going to call the Bulldogs on a block. It's going to be a Tommy McFadden. Yep. You are correct. The first foul on either side is on the junior Tom McFadden. Carl Akings and Tommy Hunziger back in for Wilson. Daquan Burgess will check into the game for the first time for Reading High. The 5'10 senior will come in. Jeremiah Kamara will come out. 3.07 to go in the first. It's tied. 6-6. Wilson and Reading High. Red Knights win down underneath their own bucket. Nick Chapman, the inbounder, kicks it out for Burgess, and he's going to immediately pop for three. In and out. <laughs> he didn't break a sweat. He I was going to say, he must have been listening to the pregame show. <laughs> He listened to his coach who wants him to shoot more, but uh, he wasn't on the floor three seconds, and he put one up. 2.50 to go in the first. We're tied at six. Akings gives it up for Tommy Hunsinger. To the baseline for Zulinger. Back to Christo Hunsinger, who reverses, puts it up, misses. Ball is tipped and grabbed by Dick Chapman in the Red Knights. Chapman in the open floor. Wilson has already had several close opportunities. they just unable to finish. Burgess hesitated that time from putting up the three from the same spot. Bulldogs in that 2-3 zone defense. Cruz goes around one and then kicks it to the corner. Osumano for three, rattles it home from the corner. It's a rare three by Malik Osumano. That was just his seventh this season. Yadiel Cruz drives, makes a zone kick to him and finds Osumano in the corner for a three-point Red Knight lead with 2.05 to go in the first. Burgess on the takeaway from Akings. Burgess in the open floor. Akings tries to strip it back, but it's going to roll out of bounds and stay running high basketball. Maddox Gruber back in for the Bulldogs. And Xavier Beatty, 6'3", junior for the Red Knights, will check in. And Osumano, whose three-pointer separates the two, comes out now for running high. 
9-6, Red Knights on top, 157 in the first. Chapman gives it up for Cruz, a long way from the basket. basket. Wilson, now back to Chapman. Wilson back in a man-to-man with Hunsinger back on the floor. Guarding Nadio Cruz. Cruz. Yeah. Rosario gives it to Cruz along the baseline. And bump and foul. They call the foul on Hunsinger. His first, team's second. And with that, Adam Woods will check into the game for the Bulldogs. 5'10", senior comes in. Luke LeVan will come back in now for Wilson. Matt Colgin praised Adam Woods to us, said he's been extremely consistent in practice, and he wanted to give him a shot tonight. Along that baseline on the inbounds is Yadio Cruz, and he is fouled as well. Count the bucket and the foul. It is Adam Woods who commits the foul. So Cruz with his first bucket and a chance to make it a three-point play. Yeah, pretty inbounds pass there. Pretty play. Cruz cut, came off a screen open underneath. Yadiel, a 68% free throw shooter at Red Knights as a team. Excellent at the foul line, 71%. And Cruz cashes it in. The three-point play puts the Red Knights on top now by six. 12-6, running on top, 135. Left to go in the first. Hunsinger to the corner to Gruber. Maddox still hasn't taken a shot in this one. Swinging around for Woods, inside for Levant. A flop, no whistle, and the ball is tipped around and controlled by Xavier Beatty. Good no call on the flop, and the Red Knights have it back. They try to get it to Cruz on the baseline, could not control it, and running high will turn it over. Bob, this is the thing we talked about on the pregame show. We talked about it with Matt Cauldron. Wilson goes through these stretches of offensive droughts. They're just 3 for 12 here in the first quarter. Down 12-6 as a result with 108 to go in the first. Aking's off the Levan screen, wants to give it back to him. But Camaro ties him up to Hunsinger. Tommy Hunsinger from the foul line. Second straight Bulldog who hits from the foul line. Tommy Hunsinger's first field goal makes it 12-8. Needed that. Bulldogs really needed that. Jeremiah Camaro gives it up for Cruz in the corner. Inside of 45 left to go in the first. Nick Chapman will look back at the head coach. Francis Camaro will running hold for a shot here. Began this possession with around 50 seconds they, to go. Yeah, they've been pushing the ball all quarter. I'm not sure the strategy behind this uh, but they are holding for yep. sure they're holding for one shot Jeremiah Kamara with a ball on his hip about 8 feet from the half court stripe and the Bulldogs are going to sag off them. So the Red Knights will indeed appear to try and go for one shot, clock now down to 15 Cruz comes out to set the screen with 10 to go and there's the foul as Adam Woods will commit the foul, it's his second Bulldogs fourth so they had a foul to give in the quarter with 9.8 now left to go in the first. Again, five fouls puts your opponent on the line to shoot two in a quarter. So that's why I say Wilson had a foul to give. They'll bring Zulinger and Edom in. They'll take Gruber and Woods out. So defense in, offense out right now for the Bulldogs with Gruber coming out. Yeah, Wilson can't afford a foul here. Akings tries to steal and does steal the inbounds, but he stepped on the end line. So Akings had the steal, but trying to control it, stepped on the end line, and the Red Knights will get it right back with a little bit less time on the clock, 8.1 now on the first. That nearly was a massive play for Wilson. Had a chance to make it a two-point game as, as the quarter ended. Maddox Gruber back in, Tommy Hunsinger out. They'll put Zulinger now on Yadiel Cruz with 8.1 to go. Chapman has the inbounds. Cross half court with five. 
Trap trying to give up the ball, and he does. Akings has it. Can he beat the clock? Good if it goes. Off the front of the rim from just across half court. So to the wire we went, and it stays the Reading High advantage after one in West Lawn. Red Knights 12, Bulldogs 8. More high school basketball on 8.30 a.m. WEU, the voice of Burks and beyond when we come back after this. Are your garage doors noisy, squeaky, or moving unevenly? Having trouble opening and closing them? Don't be left sitting in the driveway this winter. It's time for a tune-up from Overhead Door. Starting at just $99, we'll inspect, lube, and adjust your garage doors so they operate smoothly. Call today and ask for a tune-up special from Overhead Door. And business owners, we also specialize in commercial warehouse stock maintenance. Overhead Door, we're more than just doors. OverheadDoorOfReading.com Pennsylvania athletes, families, and fans, UECU invites you to enjoy their low loan rates, competitive deposit rates, members' rewards, shopping discounts, new roadside assistance service, and cell phone protection powered by Buzzing. Get started online at UECU.org or stop by their branch in Why I'm Missing on Meridian Boulevard. That's UECU, a powerful new way to save money. Visit UECU.org slash checking to learn more. Welcome back to Wilson High School alongside Rich Garcella. My name is Bob McCool. We start the second quarter with the Red Knights on top, 12-8. Running high with four points from Jeremiah Kamara, three from Yadiel Cruz. Bob, we have a score from that game at Ole Valley. That is Division going, four that, showdown. Division four showdown, thank you. Antietam, 11, Ole Valley, 6, after the first quarter. If Ole wins, the Lynx clinch the Division Four championship. Antietam would need to win out. If they win the night, they'd still need another win. Ole beat Antietam in the first round, so that's why the Lynx would clinch it. So this, we start the second quarter, brought to you by Chick-fil-A of Exeter, Fifth Street Highway, and a broadcasting square, feeding and serving high school sports athletes and coaches and broadcasters for almost 40 years. The Bulldogs start with a basketball. McFadden to the baseline for Huntsinger, who gets a couple of Red Knights up in the air. One of them is going to get caught for a foul as Huntsinger is going to shoot two. Yeah, nice nice look by Mc, I think it was McF- or Gruber or McFadden. I think it was Sosa, who just checked in, is who they called the foul on. And Huntsinger was... Yeah, it was McFadden underneath. on the pass. You are correct. So Tommy Huntsinger will be the first Bulldog to the free throw line and shoot two. Foul on Nico Sosa, who just checked in to start the second quarter for the Red Knights. Huntsinger from the free throw line is an 80% free throw shooter, and he makes the first of two. Tommy, one of three senior basketball players honored before tonight's game for the Bulldogs on senior night. Ten cheerleaders as well, as Huntsinger makes them both, makes it a 12-10 game. As a... Bulldogs have now scored four straight, and Malik Osumano will check back in now for Redding High, and Xavier Beatty will come out. Red Knights have their first possession here to start the second on top by two. Chapman, Kamara, Sosa, Osumano, and Cruz, the starting five for the Red Knights out there right now. Wilson in a matchup right now. Kamara tries to go baseline, but a foul is called. It's on Hunsinger. It's his second, second. Yep. and it is. Tommy Hunsinger went for the steal and got called for the foul. And they'll get Cam Zulinger in now and get Huntsinger out. So it's going to be interesting to see how Wilson coach Matt Coldren decides 
to play this the rest of the second quarter if he stays in the matchup zone or goes man. And who, if they do go man, who guards Yadiel Cruz? Right now, McFadden appears to be doing that. As Kamara has it, guarded by Akings. Kicks it to Osamano in the corner. Round to Sosa for Cruz. McFadden chases him out. Who gives it up now for Chapman and sets the screen for Nick. Kicks it for Kamara. His wing three is well off the mark. And a foul on the rebound. And it's going to be on Nick Chapman. First foul on Chapman. That's actually the first foul against Redding High. And Chapman will take a breather. Wesley Rosario will come in. Chapman playing with the mask on his face. He put a white hat on his face, on his head. He looked like the Lone Ranger with that black mask on his face. Yeah, after that fractured orbital that he suffered earlier this season. Kept him out for a little bit more than two weeks. Missed a total of eight games in the process. Morell Akings with a basketball right now for the Bulldogs. Trying to tie this up or retake the lead. They can cash in their first three of the night. Maddox Gruber still hasn't taken a shot. He, he has took one. one shot. He has one shot. The high post for Levan. Gruber thought about pulling the trigger on a three. They trap him again. Make him give it up. He does to Levan. And the baby Great hook pass. is good. Yeah, Gruber was double teamed, but he found a way to step through it and find Levan for the layup. And we're tied for the fourth time at 12-12, but not for long. Jeremiah Kamara inside the land of the Giants finishes it for two. Terrific look by Wesley Rosario. Found, found him cutting to the basket. And Kamara at 5-9 went right at the 6-4 Luke Levan to get the bucket. It puts the Red Knights back up on top. Akings hounded by Rosario. Gives it up for Gruber who gives it for Levan. A long way from the basket right back to Maddox. Gruber trying to go around the screen and does but a foul on the screen on Luke Levan. As Jeremiah Kamara got dumped to the ground. Levan on the foul. Yeah, His was, first team second. I was just going to say, the Bulldogs seem a little feistier tonight than they did last, on Monday night at Muhlenberg. And that's something Matt Poldron said he wants his team to do. He wants them to match Redding's toughness. And I've seen that so far. 5'10 <laughs> senior Kevin Twyfer now will check in. Here's the 1 2 2 for the Bulldogs at half court. For Sosa, they trap him in a corner. He finds Rosario. It's stripped out of his hands, but ends up right in the hands of Yadiel Cruz, who wants to reset for the Red Knights. Kamara to the baseline to Rosario. Looks for a cutter. Kicks it back for Cruz, who pulls up for the jumper. Not a good shot by Yadiel. Off-balance three. McFadden up ahead for Gruber in transition with the left hand and two. Gruber's first points of the night on the fast break with the left hand, and we have a tie. For the fifth time in the first half, now tied at 14. And a great job by Gruber to fend off a hard-charging Yadiel Cruz. Twyford went for the steal. Kamara pulls it away, but turns it over in traffic. Up ahead for Gruber. One more pass for Twyford, who lays it off the glass in a Bulldog lead. Great pass by Gruber in the, in the fast break. Wilson regains the lead. Kevin Twyford on in transition from Maddox Gruber to timeout for the Red Knights as the Bulldogs have surged back on top in this ballgame. Down 12-6 late in the first quarter. They now lead at 16-14. It's, it's, it's amazing how inconsistent they are in offense. Four for 14 in the first quarter. Again, a drought. Three for three in the second quarter. But they're all they're all layups. Right, all because shots. you're turning defense into yes, offense, yes. and that's what, what Matt Coulter was talking to us about. We, we, we need our defense to create offense for it. And the reason why is because... Wilson's a good team. They're a very good they're team, very but they're not team. a great offensive team. No. And so they can't 
get behind by a whole lot. They're not built that way. But Matt wanted to use multiple defenses tonight, and he has. And this trap has right. been effective. It's only They've only used it about three possessions, but it's been very effective. A lot of tip passes, a couple turnovers. And a good timeout by Francis Kamara to try to Absolutely. settle down his yeah. team. Again, on top 12-6, but a 10-2 run from late in the first quarter for Wilson. Now has the Bulldogs on top with 5.15 to go in the half. 16-14 Wilson. Reading high basketball following the timeout. Rosario with the basketball. Brings it up. Spins into the paint. And now kicks it back for Kamara. Red, the Bulldogs come out in the man-to-man. Fadden on Cruz. And that's a hand check foul on Maddox Gruber. He reached out and grabbed him. I know the Bulldog, the Bulldog bench doesn't like it, but that was absolutely a foul yeah, on Gruber. Yeah. So that's the first on Gruber. And the third on Wilson. Five minutes to go in the half. Bulldog, excuse me, the Red Knights will inbound right in front of the Bulldog bench. Nico Sosa, Wesley Rosario, Malik Osumano, Yadiel Cruz, and Jeremiah Kamara. Rosario drives, kicks it back for Osumano. His three is off the mark. Tipped up a couple of times. Gruber grabs it and stays in bounds. Nice job by Gruber to find it and keep his feet in bounds. And the Bulldogs have it back. I think the Bulldogs will take Malik Osumano shooting threes all night. Although he is the only three made in this game. Also true. <laughs> and there's a foul on the other end against Kamara. That's going to be his first. Red Knights second. John Edom back into the game for the Bulldogs. And Nick Chapman back in for the Red Knights. McFadden out, Kamara out. With 4.38 to go in the half and a 16-14 Bulldog advantage. Van, Twyford, Gruber, Edom, and Zulinger. The five out there right now for Matt Coldren's Bulldogs. With 4.30 left to go in half number one. Corner is Twyford. Looks inside the baseline and one more pass. Gruber somehow pulled it out of traffic but missed the shot. And ultimately it ends up in the hands of Wesley Rosario and he wants to go. Rosario on the open floor tipped away by Zulinger. And then Edom throws it way up ahead and the Bulldogs will give it right back. Tried to feed it up ahead to Maddox Gruber but he threw it way past Maddox's ability to get there and so Bulldogs will give it right back. I, I don't know how Gruber ended up getting the ball and the <laughs> shot off on the previous possession. There were about three, I think three Reading defenders are around him and somehow he came up with the ball. And right now the Red Knights after uh, turnover both ways have it back. There's that 1-2-2 two, two again for Wilson. And they're, they're switching a lot. Matt, Matt told us that he would Nice pass by Cruz. From the high post, but it's blocked by Levan, but Olosumano's there for the offensive putback for the Red Knights to tie it back up. Yeah, really nice, nice pass there. Maddox Gruber was looking for a breather, but the stoppage hasn't happened. There's a player at the scores table in Carl Akings to come in for Gruber, who had given the sign to the bench that he wanted to come out before that defensive stop. Just gassed a little bit. Here's Rosario and a poke from behind to knock it loose. But they're going to get him on a foul in the process. That's going to be his first. Red Knights third. And so now here comes the sub. Akings for Gruber and Burgess for Sosa for Red Knights. The board's showing 14 fouls for Redding, but I'm with you. I only have three. So one more puts the Red Knights, excuse me, puts the Bulldogs at the foul line. Rosario picks up his first. Tom McFadden's going to come back in now for Wilson. And Kevin Twyford will come out. Bulldogs are going to inbound underneath. Tied at 16 with 3.34 to go in the, third, in the second quarter. McFadden, the inbounder. Looking for the back door for Levan. It's closed. He'll kick it out for Akings. Akings looking for his first points of the night. 
Bulldogs top scorer at 11 points plus per game. Has it now in the corner, guarded by Burgess to the foul line. Aking trying to spin in traffic, up with a shot, no good, but he's fouled. I think Carell Aking's heard me t- say he doesn't have any points. He seemed bound and determined to get something there, and he'll shoot two at the line. Yeah, but he didn't hear his coach saying stop dribbling <laughs> as, he, as he went to the basket and drove through the foul. Daquan Burgess picks up his first, Red Knight's fifth, so Aking's going to shoot either way, but he's fouled in the act. Carell will shoot two at the line for the Bulldogs. 71% free throw shooter on the season. There is point number one for Carell Akins. He had 19 against Muhlenberg on the game on Tuesday night. He likes playing against the Mules. He had 23 the first time around. That was the overtime win here in West Long. And, of course, the Mules returned the favor in the game on Monday night. Muhlenberg winning that one 61-56 as Akins makes the both. Puts the Bulldogs back up on top 18-16. With three minutes and 18 seconds to go in the first half. Bulldogs buying some time without one of their better defensive players, Tommy Hunsaker. Burgess from way pass. downtown is an air ball. He was a good four feet behind the three-point line. And Burgess can make those shots. He's yep. made 28 threes. And so with the ball out of bounds, the Bulldogs will get it back. Red Knights will apply the full-court pressure. And again... They will clear out. They'll let Carell Akings handle the basketball, guarded by Burgess. And he fouled by the Red Knights, puts Wilson on the line to shoot two. Akings gives it up right wing for McFadden. Up high for Zulinger, around for Gruber on the left wing. Guarded by Chapman. Levan sets the screen. Gruber goes the other way, dices his way through the lane for two. Again, one of the more underrated aspects of Maddox Gruber's game, his ability to get to the basket. Here's Cruz in the other end for a three that spins out. Levan has the rebound, and he's fouled from behind by Dick Chapman. That will put the Bulldogs on the line in the bonus. As Chapman had, as Levan had another rebound, and you are correct. That is Chapman's second foul. Oh, we got no, it's going to be on Burgess. Oh, it is on Burgess. You are... are so we, I, we change that. Wrong. That's Burgess is second. But Levan will shoot two on the other end in the double bonus. The chance for the Bulldogs to extend what is right now a four-point lead if Luke Levan can cash him in. First time Levan has been at the line tonight, 65%. I said that Running High is an excellent foul shooting team. So, too, is Wilson at 69%. And as I say that, Levan misses the first of two. Adam Woods back in now for the Bulldogs. And Jeremiah Kamara back in now for the Red Knights. Burgess will come out with those two fouls. Cam Zulinger coming out for the Bulldogs with Woods coming in. The band's second is also no good, so a lost opportunity there for Wilson, who still leads by four with 2.34 left to go in the half. They go back into the zone, the 2-3 zone matchup. Kamara to the corner for Chapman. Chapman, dangerous pass. Cruz kept alive on the deflection. Osumano ran it down, and the Red Knights stay pos- hold on to possession. Rosario drives. Rosario wants to dish, but it's too tall for Cruz. Red Knights turn it over. A lot of deflections by the Bulldogs on defense. Gruber passed up ahead for Akings too far. Akings saves it back to the Red Knights. Cruz to the bucket. No, wave it off. Offensive foul. Yadiel Cruz went right at Maddox Gruber, and they caught him on the yeah. offensive. Gruber set that up really well. He, he, he was waiting for Cruz to go to the basket. So that'll be the first on Yadiel Cruz. Wave the basket off and give the ball back to the Bulldogs. Player possession, you don't go to the foul line. 
Christo Hunsinger now will check in for Wilson. Bob, we're here with 2.02 left in the second quarter. Yadiel Cruz is averaging 20, more than 22 points a game, more than almost 26 a game in his last nine games, has just three. Turn inside of two minutes ago, 2016 Bulldogs on top. Red Knights with just four points in this second quarter. Gruber, good look inside for Woods, who goes up with the left hand, not there, tipped around, ends up back in the hands of Woods, couldn't hold it, still loose on the floor. Gruber picks it up. Gruber again working his way through traffic. Now needs to find somebody, gives it up for Aking's baseline, off the rim, no good. Woods, Woods with a putback, not there. Osumano pulled it down. Bunch of opportunities for Wilson to come up empty. Ball again loose on the floor. Osumano and Christo Hunsinger pick it up, and Wilson will call a timeout to save possession. And that's Redding's fifth turnover here in the second quarter. Wilson doing a magnificent job defensively. And Wilson with the timeout called for the bench once Christo Hunsinger got his hands on the basketball. Wilson called their first timeout. Does so with 1.22 left to go in the quarter. Wilson on top, 20-16. to 16. Go back to what we said at the end of the first quarter. It was 12-6 Red Knights. Since then, 14-4. Wilson advantage. The Bulldogs now lead it by four. And again, Redding has only scored four in this second period. The story of the second quarter is Wilson's defense changing almost every possession. Redding two for eight from the field here in the second quarter with five turnovers. Yeah, and the methodology behind that for Matt Colton I thought was very interesting. Not necessarily just to give them a different look, but to give his team a different look. Yeah. To give it for Wilson yep. to make yeah. them kind of yeah, stay engaged a little bit more. Yeah, he, he it was really interesting. He said we used we were doing that early in the season, but we stopped doing it, and they've done it very effectively tonight. And we go back to the beginning of the season, we talked about the depth of Wilson, and I think Matt felt as if they had gotten away from that. They weren't using some of the players they were using in, the, in terms of depth. And Kevin Twyfer didn't play on Monday night. Adam Woods is back into circulation in this game and on the floor right now. I think he's used 10 players so far here in the first half. 105 left to go in that half. Woods almost turned it over. Chapman will force the turnover. Chapman will end of the pack. will lay it in for a big bucket for the Red yeah, Knights. Nick, Nick Chapman ends the drought for Redding. The Red Knights, one of the Red Knights' best defensive players, probably the best. Redding High now with five turnovers in the quarter and now six points, and now a foul on Kamara going for a steal. And that's his second. And that's going to put Akings on the line. Again, Red Knights well over the five-foul limit in this quarter. And so Wilson back to the free-throw line. Bulldogs are four for six from the stripe in this second quarter. Akings has made two of them. Nico Sosa getting ready to check back in for Redding. John Eden for Wilson. 49.9 left in the second quarter clock. And standing room only here in West Lawn for the Red Knights and the Bulldogs. And live here on 8.30 a.m. WEU and Redding. Aikens misses the first of two. As Rich said, Sosa back in for Redding High. Kamara out. Gruber comes out for Edom for Wilson. As Grell Higgins is about to shoot a second free throw. Sophomore with just two points so far on the night. And he short-armed that one. Christo Hunsinger had it for a moment, but kicked it out of bounds, yep. and so it'll stay running basketball. Fox running. But that is four straight misses for Wilson now at the free throw line. So they're going to have to reset the time and, on and the clock. In fairness, the, 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 the clock 
the timer was trying to stop the <laughs> clock and it wasn't stopping. <laughs> so they'll reset, put looks like 48 on the clock. It'll be Reading High basketball after it was kicked out of bounds by the Bulldogs. There you go. So we got it set now. 48.2 is the official time left to go in the second quarter. Glad you stick around coming up at halftime. We'll try to run down, give you some other scores, including a score update on that Ole and Tina matchup in Division Four. Reading High with a basketball and a two-point deficit. Chapman, right side in the corner for Rosario. For Cruz along the baseline. Double team kicks it back. Chapman thought about the three. Gives it up instead for Sosa. He won't think about it. He'll shoot the three, but misses it. It doesn't appear, I was going to say, that Redding's playing for one shot this time like they did at the end of the first quarter. Sosa with the three-point miss. Wilson now has the chance. Yeah, I'd be hard-pressed to believe the Bulldogs won't hold for one last yeah. shot here, especially with a two-point lead. And now down to 12 seconds to go in the quarter with McFadden handling the basketball. Woods gives it up for Edom with seven to Akings with six, five. Akings gives it up. McFadden, good if it goes from three, and it does not. And Bulldogs had an open look, but they come up empty. But they will take the lead to the locker room. After two quarters in West Lawn, our score, Wilson 20, Red Knights 18. You're listening to High School Basketball on 830 AM. WEU, the voice of Burks and beyond. Our halftime show when we come back after this. Hey there, basketball fans. Let's take a moment to talk about the cornerstone in our neighborhood, Bachman's Roofing, Solar, and Remodeling. When it comes to protecting your home, trust the folks who have been doing it for over 51 years. From solar solutions to remodeling dreams, they've got you covered. Bachman's Roofing, Solar, and Remodeling. The name you trust, the people you know. Visit us today, and let's make your home the MVP of the neighborhood. Call Bachman's at 610-947-5102 or visit gobachmans.com. Shopping at Redner's has never been easier or more convenient with Redner's Ready, the order online and pickup service for Redner's Markets. Visit Redner'sMarkets.com and click on the Redner's Ready icon. Then choose your items, pay online, and pick up your order in any of the designated Redner's Ready parking spaces, and your groceries will be brought right to your car. It's Redner's Ready, the convenient online order and pickup service available only at Redner'sMarkets.com. Family-owned since 1940, Sanders Funeral Home and Cremation Services have been providing care, compassion, and dignity to the greater Redding community. They are proud to serve you in your time of need, providing professional and personalized service. Our funeral directors can help you make pre-planning decisions that reflect your desires and budget. Sanders Funeral Home and Cremation Services can accommodate funeral, cremation, and memorial services of all sizes. Located at 1501 North 11th Street in Redding, call 610-372-1624 or Sanders Funeral. Tonight's halftime show is brought to you by Lincoln Plumbing and Heating. When you need a plumber, get a good one. Locally owned and operated for over 50 years, Lincoln Plumbing has the experience to help from a leaky faucet to a whole bathroom remodel. Call 610-376-0863 for Lincoln Plumbing and Heating, as honest as their name. Alongside Rich Garcella, my name is Bob McCool. And at halftime, it is the Wilson Bulldogs 20, the Reading Red Knights 18. Wilson jumped out on top, but... The first quarter was pretty much back and forth for a while. It was tied 6-6. That was our third tie already. But the Red Knights came up with a three from Malik Osumano and a three-point play old-school style from Yadio Cruz to take a 12-6 lead at that point. 
Wilson scored the last two of the first quarter and then scored the first four of the second quarter to tie the game up. And the Bulldogs eventually took the lead back at 16-14. Red Knights tied it at 16, and then the Bulldogs scored the next four. Reading high with the last two in that first half. Wilson, however, went 0 for 4 from the foul line down the stretch, or it could maybe be a little bit of a bigger spread for the Bulldogs instead of just two so far for Wilson. Halftime, Wilson 20, Red Knights 18. So much we could talk about, Rich, but I got to start with the fact that we built up Yadiel Cruz and how well he's played. And if you told Matt Coulter before tonight's game, Yadiel Cruz would have three points at halftime, he would say, just give us a win right now. They did a very good job against Cruz in the first meeting. He ended up with 17. Right. But there was for a long time, he was they, they were doing a really, really nice job against him. I mean, he'll, he's, he's one for five from the field and one for one from the line. And that's, give the credit to Tommy Hunsaker, yep. Tommy McFadden, and Wilson's changing defenses. Yeah, they've run a couple. They've run several players at him. You're, you are correct. Some of it because they had to. Hunsaker picked up a second foul. Cam Zulinger spent some time on him. Adam Woods right. also helped out on defense. Interesting. I just looked back at the first meeting. Yadiel Cruz with four points in the first half. <laughs> and Wilson at that at that point had a 26-22 halftime lead. Very similar circumstances. Cruz came out, scored seven in the third, and then six in the fourth. Let's see what happens tonight. Right, so when you take a look at it, I mean, let's let's face it, there's only 38 points on the board, so it's not exactly been an offensive juggernaut so far, but in addition to Cruz only having three, then you flip it back to the Bulldogs, and Carell Akings only has two, right. Maddox Gruber has four, and he did a lot of that at the end with some nice... Beautiful knives and and drives through the paint, but obviously that's what's happening. You got two good defensive teams who are trying to take them out, and I thought what Reading High did was very similar to what Muhlenberg did with Maddox Gruber, and that was they were sending traps at him and forcing him to give up the basketball. Yeah, they, they, Wilson had a lot of deflections, whether they were in man-to-man or the matchup zone, and caused a lot of problems. Really disrupted. Redding's offense and and Cruz never really had a chance to right. settle in. Didn't get didn't have a chance to get into a rhythm. Let's see what Francis Kamara comes up with in the second half. Let's see how he moves him around their offense. The other thing that I wanted to bring up, th- just going back in my mind through the first half, because you bring up Yadiel Cruz and when he's not scoring from the perimeter, as we were talking about, he is an outstanding offensive rebounder. There has not been a whole lot of offensive putbacks. Over no. the course of this first half. No, actually, Wilson has had a, a few. Right, they had a flurry where they had three yeah. or four shots that came away but, empty. But but that's really been it. Wilson's done a really good job, even when they're in the zone, of rebounding the ball off the defensive board. So they've kept the Red Knights off the glass, and again, that is a staple for what Yadiel Cruz can do. But again, Cruz with three. And the other thing, of course, is the three-point shot, which has been virtually invisible tonight. And Malik Osumano with the only one that helped give the Red Knights at the time that's Help true. push them to a twelve point, yeah. a six point lead. Right, Wilson doesn't have a three, and Redding just has the one by Osumano from the left corner in the first quarter. Very interesting game. A lot of, a lot of chess pieces. A lot of chess. This is a chess match. We're gonna see how things are moved around in the second half. Um, but it, I'll tell you what: if Wilson plays like that defensively in the second half, they've got an excellent chance of winning this game. Yeah, and just for what it's worth, in that three point stat column. These are two of the better yeah, three-point shooting sure. teams in the county, two of the top four or five. Red Knights have made 107 with Osumano's three tonight. 
The Bulldogs with 110. They do not have one from deep. 20 to 18 is our score. Wilson on top. And we'll take a timeout back with more of our Lincoln Plumbing Heating Halftime Show right after this. You have auto insurance because, let's face it, stuff happens. And then you feel punished with a rate hike after filing a claim? Erie Rate Lock changes all that. With Rate Lock from Erie Insurance, your low rate stays great until you change cars, drivers, or your address. Your Erie agent in Reading and Hamburg is Cross Keys Insurance. Get a quote at 610-916-6190. Rate Lock is not guaranteed continued insurance coverage. Insured must meet necessary underwriting guidelines. Premium may change if you make policy changes. Not all products are offered in all states. Patent pending. Looking for a game-winning play for your next tailgate or get-together? Score big this season with trays from Chick-fil-A. Delicious chicken nuggets and chicken strips, fruits and garden salads, chocolate chunk cookies, and their delicious mac and cheese. Make a play with Chick-fil-A and you'll be a winner every time. Visit Chick-fil-A at Broadcasting Square, 5th Street Highway, and Exeter Commons. Chick-fil-A voted America's favorite fast food restaurant. Hi, this is Mike Kuhn with Kuhn Funeral Home. We're proud to announce four convenient locations to serve you. Kuhn Funeral Home in West Reading and Temple, Berkey and Driscoll in Hamburg, and Worker Troutman in Pottstown. Compassionate professional service while working cohesively as a team is what sets our family business apart. Thank you for believing in us, and we promise to always be there for you. Welcome back to our Lincoln Plumbing and Heating Halftime Show alongside Rich Garcella. My name is Bob McCool. We're in West Lawn tonight, Division One of the Berks Boys Basketball Conference, and it's Wilson 20, Running High 18. Don't forget, more high school basketball coming your way tomorrow night. Girls basketball for you tomorrow night. We'll be at the brand-new Governor Mifflin Athletic and Community Center as the Mustangs will take on Burks Catholic in the girls' Division I matchup. And then we'll finish up our regular season matchup. Boy, it goes fast. Once we, once we hit January, the regular season goes flying by, and we'll finish that one up at the Geigel, Muhlenberg at Reading High on Tuesday. And then we'll wait for the dust to settle. And when I say dust, I mean dust for both the boys and the girls' playoff settings. And we'll have some quarterfinals, semifinals, and championships for you that next week, two, number two in February, all coming your way here on WEEU. So we have a few, three halftime scores, Bob. At Ole in the showdown for first place in Division Four. it's Antietam 24, Ole Valley 14. If Ole wins, right. the Lynx clinch the division title by virtue of their of two wins over Antietam. If Antietam wins, they also have to beat Brandywine Heights on Tuesday to claim the division title and the last playoff spot in the boys' playoff bracket. It's also Fleetwood 30, Hamburg 23 at the half. And at Exeter, it's Burks Catholic 33, Exeter 22. Burks Catholic has already wrapped up the Division II championship. Exeter is headed for the county and district playoffs. The Eagles are down 11, but as I said to Bob off the air, that game is not over. No, no not the way the Eagles can score points in a hurry. No doubt about it. We said that when they when the Exeter was down against the the Bulldogs at big at halftime. We said if there's one team in the county that has the offensive firepower to come back in a game, it is definitely Exeter. They are the highest scoring team in the county and the highest three point shooting team in the county by a lot. And they indeed did get themselves back into that game. 
In terms of individual scoring, well, you want balance? Look at Wilson. Maddox Gruber's got four. Tommy Huntsier's got four. And Luke LeVan's got four. Two points each for Tom McFadden, Carell Akings, John Edom, and Kevin Twyford. For the Red Knights, Jeremiah Camaro has six. Five for Maliko Zumano. We talked about the three for Yadiel Cruz and two each for Nick Chapman and Wesley Rosario. The Red Knights will have the basketball as we start the third quarter. Again, Wilson 20, Reading High 18, live here on WEU in Reading. And the Bulldogs open in a man-to-man defense, and Tommy Hunsaker guarding Yadiel Cruz. Rosario swings it around for Kamara. Kamara pulls up for the jumper off the dribble, not there, and Hunsinger has the rebound. Hunsinger up the floor, head on a swivel, gives it up for Gruber, gives it to McFadden for a baseline jumper that's off the iron, and rebounded by Yadiel Cruz. So a quick shot there for Wilson in their offensive half, comes up empty, and it stays a 2018 Bulldog advantage. Rosario tries to go baseline, guarded by Hunsinger, gives it back for Cruz on a switch. Now they switch back with Hunsinger guarding Yadiel. He gives it up for Rosario, guarded by McFadden. Spins on him, posting him up, misses, and LeVan has the rebound. Gruber up ahead for Akings. Akings trying to beat the Red Knights down the floor with a spin. Missed it. Tipped. Tipped again, and a run out. Chapman has it. Up ahead on a bounce to Kamara for two and a tie. Pretty pass by Nick Chapman to get the break, the, the fast-breaking Jeremiah Kamara for the basket. And the tie. Seven ties now in this basketball game, now at 20. As the Bulldogs looking for their first points of the second half in the hands of Akings off the LeVan screen. Swings it around for McFadden instead to Gruber in the corner on a, on a switch up. Osumano guards him. He'll give it up now to the left wing for Hunsinger. Post up for LeVan. Catches, drives. Chapman cuts him off. He still goes up with a shot and gets the hook. Yeah, he's got to be aggressive when he gets the ball low like that. He looked a little tentative. And then he decided to go up, and he scored. And again, he had a five foot eleven Nick Chapman guarding him. An easy shot over the top. Levan's got six, and the Bulldogs are back up on top, but not for long. Jeremiah Camaro's big night continues for the Red Knights. He gets two more. Yeah, nice, nice pull up there on the drive, off the glass, ties it up again. His twelfth time this season, and eighth in the last ten for Jeremiah Camaro in double figures, and we're tied at twenty-two. Hunsinger from the foul line. Osumato battling LeVan underneath. Gruber drives, faces a double team, gives it up to McFadden who goes baseline. Swings it around for Akings who's having trouble picking it up. Finally does, dumps it off for LeVan and he's stripped and fouled. So Carell Akings struggles actually turned into a bulldog advantage because once he grabbed it, he had two defenders in his rearview mirror. That's on Nick Chapman. I think that is his second. It is. The first against either side in the half, but it is called in the act on LeVan, but Chapman really had no choice because of the dump off by Akings. LeVan was in a prime position to lay it in. LeVan misses the first of two, and that's 0 for 3 from the line now for Luke LeVan. Yeah, and the Red, the Bulldogs have missed five straight now. Yeah, right. he's, he, he's got to just let it go here, not pull the string on it. And, and he, he did there. He does exactly that. Seven points. Good job by Coach Scarcella. To straighten him out, and the Bulldogs' lead is one, 23-22. 5.35 left to go in the third. And it's Wilson switches into a matchup zone. Cruz out front on the top of that zone. Swings it for Rosario on the right wing. Chapman in the right corner. Now to Kamara, and back to Cruz on the left side. The Rosario in the corner. dumps, Tried to dump it for Kamara, but McFadden kicked it out of bounds. It's Rosario, Chapman, Osumano, Cruz, and Jeremiah Kamara, the five who start for Francis Kamara. 
And the Red Knights will inbound underneath. Let's see if the Red Knights can get something for Cruz here off the inbounds. But they switch to a man on the inbounds play. Kamara away from Akings, frees him up, not there. And Gruber has the rebound for the Bulldogs. Gruber up ahead for Akings, along with LeVan, Hunsinger, and McFadden, the five who start for the Bulldogs. Akings again dribbles himself into a mess, tied up. And what way are we going? There's going to be a, a whistle and a foul called. Nope, I, no, it's timeout. Be turnover, timeout, Redding. Timeout, Redding High got the basketball. On the loose ball, and the Red Knights called the timeout from the bench. There was a scramble for the loose ball and a pile, but the officials ruled that Redding had possession and called the timeout. So it'll be a 30-second timeout for the Red Knights with 4.55 to go, and another turnover for the Bulldogs in the process, and a 23-22 Wilson lead Redding's basketball after the timeout. 4.55 to go in the third. Jeremiah Kamara again with all four points for the Red Knights in this third period. And 10 of Redding's 22 so far on the night. Looks like Akings was shaken up on that scramble for the loose ball. Looks like he might be headed to the locker room, limping slightly. Maybe he has a, a cut or something. I'm not I'm not sure yet. Just going not going all the way yeah. into the locker room, but on the side here behind the Wilson bench. So following the Red Knight timeout, they've got the basketball. No changes for the Red Knights. Zulinger in for Akings for the Bulldogs. Chapman from the right wing for Cruz up high. Romano comes to the high post. Gives it in the corner to Kamara instead. Tries to go along, get along the baseline to Zulinger who bumped and fouled him. That'll be the first on Zulinger, first on, the, on Wilson in the second half. Bob, it seems, uh, maybe you correct me if I'm wrong, Cruz has played a lot on the top of the the, the, the Reading half-court offense. hasn't been underneath much at all. Now you are correct. And again, that's just, that's the Wilson's advantage if he's Absolutely. not popping threes because it's keeping him off the glass. That's, I was going to say, it's keeping him off the offensive glass where he's so effective. Ball deflected out of bounds again by Wilson's defense, and the Red Knights again will inbound. Chapman for Kamara from the baseline. Now Kamara wants to drive through traffic. Shot off the iron, not there, but a foul. Might be on Zulinger again. Jeremiah Kamara knew That's he got the is. whistle. Wait. And Zulinger gets or is the it foul. It's on Hunsinger. So that'll be Hunsinger's third. And it will put Jeremiah Kamara at the free throw line. Yeah, Jeremiah knew he had the whistle. So he tried to finish that off and get the bucket as well. But it'll take two shots at the free throw line. Just the second free throw of the night for Redding High. They were one for one at the foul line in the first half. Hunsinger will come out now and eat him back in with Tommy Hunsinger picking up that third foul. Jeremiah Kamara back at the stripe for the Red Knights after making the first of two. He makes them both, and Redding High regains the lead at 24-23 as a result. Bob, you, you get the feeling that if either team can go on a little like an eight nothing spurt they could take command of this game first red knight lead since early in the second quarter red knight show a little pressure Wilson gets it across half court without a problem mcfadden Redding does such a terrific job of cutting off the passing lanes mcfadden drives stripped away osumana got a hand on it cruz up ahead for kamara stripped from behind by edom and out of bounds last touch by john edom yeah, he, Edom thought it might have gotten off Kamara, but the referees ruled otherwise. But what a terrific hustle play by John Edom. 
Saves a layup for Kamara. And it will be Red Knight basketball instead. Daquan Burgess will check in for Redding as Wesley Rosario will come out. Again, We're huh? halfway through the third. Cruz on a catch and a shoot from the corner. Not there. Pretty flat in that shot by Cruz. And the Bulldogs have the rebound. It's just very odd not to see Cruz operate in the lane. 24-23 Redding High. Wilson with a basketball. 3.45 to go in the third. Edom inside for Levan. Two defenders around him. Looks for somebody open. Edom. One more pass to Zulinger in the corner. Right back to Edom to McFadden. Good really ball good recovery movement. by Cruz on Zulinger who was open in the corner. Levan back inside to him. There's that baby hook for two more for Luke Levan. Yeah. Luke Levan has to get more touches and more shots than he has in recent games. Five and a quarter. Nine in the game for Levan. Osumana goes after him. Misses. And Levan has the rebound on the other end. Bulldogs back on top, 25-24. They've got the basketball. And they're looking to run, too. Edom swings it back. Zulinger, right wing three, is an air ball. Levan tried to save it but couldn't got, get there. It will be Red Knight basketball. Still, one three made in this ballgame. And it and was it, by Maliko Zamano <laughs> in the first quarter. Maybe the most unlikely of, of players to get a three. To and, make a three. And two good shooters. Yes. Daquan Burgess and Cam Zulinger. Both have shot air ball. That is correct. You are correct. Zulinger has 15 threes on the season, and Burgess has 28. They've, they, yeah, both got nothing but air on, on their need, attempts. We might need to get Norman Dale out here and figure really? out if the, if the rim is at 10 feet. It's just amazing. Neither team can get, like, since early when Redding went on a little bit of a spurt, neither team has been able to go on any kind of a run. Daquan Burgess gives it up for Chapman, who is bumped and fouled. John Edom. Tried to put on the brakes but couldn't and ran into Chapman. So that'll be his first. Wilson's third. So not a shooting foul. And Red Knights win down right in front of their own bench. It's Chapman, Burgess, Osumano, Cruz, and Kamara on Wilson, the five. Wilson's in the matchup right now. Cruz now underneath behind Christo Hunsinger. Chapman, great look inside for Osumano, who goes up and under and finishes. Yeah, they were focusing most of their att- Wilson was focusing most of its attention on Yadiel Cruz, and Osumano found an opening along the baseline and scored. Assist from Chapman. Red Knights back up on top. Fifth lead change as the seesaw continues here in the third. 26-25 Red Knights. Christo Hunsinger on the floor now for the Bulldogs. Tries to give it up for Edom. Yadiel Cruz got a hand on it. Deflected it out of bounds. It'll stay Bulldog basketball. Nico Sosa now will check in for the Red Knights as Jeremiah Kamara will come out. 226 to go in the third. 26-25 running high on top. Jeremiah Kamara does not like to come out of the game. <laughs> I, I, I realized that tonight. I, I, he, he is not happy when, he, when he's asked to sit next to his dad. <laughs> Christo Hunsinger has it in the corner. Looks for help. Finally gets it from Akings. With 215 to go in the third. Akings drives. A little fadeaway over Cruz is no good. Rebounded, still loose on the floor. Zulinger and Burgess tied up. And which way are we going? Somebody tried to call a timeout, but they're going to go to the possession arrow. And it'll stay Wilson. Zulinger and Burgess tied it up. And the possession arrow will keep it Wilson's favor with 2.08 to go. McFadden and Levan will come in now for Wilson. Christo Huntinger, Maddox Gruber come out. And Redding, Wilson, and Muhlenberg coming into tonight's action all tied atop the Division One standings at 6-3. And, and, and something we, we didn't mention tonight, Redding has beaten Wilson. Wilson has beaten Muhlenberg. Right. Muhlenberg has beaten Redding. Right. Just to add a little more drama to it, they've all beaten one another. 
So the Red Knights could get the sweep over the Bulldogs if they can find a way to win this. They're up on top by one with two minutes to go in the third. Zulinger backdoor look to Akings and a beauty for two. Yeah, he got behind Joey uh, Nick Chapman who was looking, got, got caught looking at the basketball. And the seesaw back in Wilson's favor. Burgess spots up for three. Got it. Yeah. He's too good a shooter not to make that one. Wide open three. Burgess gives Redding a two-point lead. Seven lead changes in this one, and that one's deflected out of bounds. The Bulldogs will turn it over right back to Redding High with 136 to go in the third. Yeah, that was just poor. that was just an unforced error by the Bulldogs. Inbounding the basketball, errant pass, Redding ball with a chance to take a, a four or five point lead, which we haven't seen this quarter no. by, any, by either team. Now the Red Knights had a six point lead in the first, and that was it. There's Sosa flying to the rim, not there. Ball is run down by Maliko Samano. Gives it back to Sosa. Kicks it out for Burgess. And another three back-to-back for Daquan Burgess. We talked about him being the X-Factor tonight. He is capable of, of opening things up for the Red Knights on offense. Back-to-back threes given the, have given the Red Knights a five-point lead. Number 29 and 30 for the senior. 32-27 running with 70 seconds to go in the third quarter. Bulldogs looking for something to try to reverse the momentum. Inside to LeVan, guarded by Xavier Beatty. Helped to defense by Burgess, but got caught with his hands in a cookie jar. And that's going to be a foul on Burgess. And that's his third. Trying to come around be- from behind LeVan to make the steal. Rosario now will come in and Chapman out with 58.7 left to go in the third quarter. This is an important 58 seconds here yep. because this neither, neither team has been able to take more than a five-point lead this game. Wilson needs to keep it under five. Keep the Red Knight Keep faithful Red at bay. Yeah. Looking to force it into LeVan. It's taken away by Beatty, but he gave it right back. Zulinger picks it up, gives it up for Akings, who drives off the glass. No, LeVan there with the offensive rebound for the Wolf Bulldogs. Great hustle by Luke LeVan, and a great recovery by Cam Zulinger with the steal after the Wilson turnover. With 35 seconds to go in the quarter, the Red Knight lead is three. Burgess sees an opening drive, puts on the brakes at the foul line, but the jumper's no good. Deflected up in the air, and LeVan has it for the Bulldogs. 25 seconds to go in the quarter. Will Wilson hold for one? Not now. We got a foul called on Rosario. Red Knights had fouls to give. That's the second on Rosario, the third on Redding. With 20.7 left to go in the third quarter. Bulldogs have it. Red Knights have the lead, 32-29. Luke LeVan with seven points here in this quarter. The only other points for Wilson... A layup by Corral Akins. LeVan comes out high to set the screen for Gruber. He's bumped and fouled by Beatty. And so the fouls that the Red Knights had to give, they've given. The next one would put Redding, uh, excuse me, would put Wilson at the foul line in this quarter. I think Francis Kamara would have preferred that that foul come about five seconds later. <laughs> There's still plenty of time, 11.6 seconds for Wilson to score here. So the Bulldogs will inbound right in front of their own bench. Gruber gets it for Zulinger right back to Maddox with 10. Stops at the top. Gives it for Zulinger to the corner to McFadden with six. Inside for Akings. Spin around. Turnaround jumper. Not there. LeVan with an offensive rebound. Kick out. Zulinger good if it goes and it does. Cam Zulinger count the bucket. It's a two. And so there will be separation at the end of the quarter. It's a one-point running high Great offensive rebound by Luke LeVan off the Akings miss. Big play. Zulinger drains it from the right corner. Makes it a one-point game. We got a barn burner in West Lawn. 32-31, running high on top. We'll have the eighth last eight minutes when we come back 
to Wilson High School right after this. At Cross Keys Insurance, we don't just sell insurance, we help you buy it. The right package, the right price, the right security for your home, family, or business. Cross Keys is an independent agent, and we'll search different companies to find the right combination of price and coverage to meet your needs. Call Cross Keys Insurance at 610-916-6190 to get the key to your security. The key to your security. Cross Keys Insurance. Welcome back to West Lawn alongside Rich Garcella. My name is Bob McCool. A 32-31 lead in favor of the Reading High Red Knights as we start the fourth quarter. A lot of things happened in the end of that third quarter to put us in the spot we were. When offense was at a premium, Daquan Burgess got it started for the Red Knights with a couple of threes. Luke Levan was a monster in the third quarter for the Bulldogs. Yeah, that was a big 58 seconds. Remember I said Reading was up five. They really, Wilson really needed to keep it under five going into the fourth quarter, and they did. Baskets by Levan and Zulinger to end the quarter. Reading 32, Wilson 31 as we begin the fourth. Bob, I got a score that we, we're not surprised about. <laughs> Exeter might have trailed by 12 or by 11 at the half. They might have trailed Berks Catholic at 11. After three quarters, it's Berks Catholic 42, Exeter 41, and neither one of us is surprised. Nope. As we said, Exeter really never out of anything offensively the way the firepower of the Eagles. As the Red Knights start with a basketball here in West Lawn, Wesley Rosario drives, nowhere to go, gives it up for Nico Sosa. He drives, he'll pull up for the jumper and nothing but net for Nico Sosa in his first two. Yeah, side of the lane, Nico about a 12-foot shot, Sosa drains it. Sosa, Sosa had a great game at the Geigel and had, had eight points against the Bulldogs, his first two tonight. There are barn burners all over the county. Antietam <laughs> with a 43-42 lead over Ole with less than two minutes left in that Division Four showdown. Corella Akings goes behind his back and gets a couple of defenders up in the air, and one of them is going to get called for the foul. I believe it's on Burgess. Daquan Burgess. That's, that's his fourth. fourth. That's, wow. that's a big foul because so. Burgess making those two threes really gave Redding a spark, and I think he's coming out for Nick Chapman. Nick Chapman will come back in with 7.23 to go in the ballgame, and the Red Knights on top, 34-31. Wilson windbound underneath. Tommy Hunsinger back on the floor for the Bulldogs. Akings fakes the gift to him, wants to drive on Rosario. Gives it up for Gruber instead. Maddox without a point so far here in the second half. He rubs off the Levan screen. Beatty flashes out Double to him. Team. Double team. Gives it up inside for Levan. He traveled with it. Yeah, no doubt about that. Took a step before he put the ball on the floor. And that was Yadiel Cruz's defense that forced a turnover. Cruz still with just three in the game for Redding High. And that was back in quarter number one. It's incredible. Yeah, he had four points in the first half in the first meeting. But then came on strong, finished with 17. Redding, or Wilson doing a really terrific job on him. Wesley Rosario drives inside. Up and over Levan for two for Rosario. Great patience by Rosario. Waited until the defender got back on his feet and went up with it and scored. Five-point lead again for the Red Knights at 36-31 with 6.40 to go. McFadden will bring it up for Wilson. Guarded by Rosario. Again, a dangerous situation here for Wilson. They cannot let Redding get away from them. McFadden goes inside, got away from Rosario, or slid by him maybe to be more exact, and gets a foul called instead. And that foul is going to be on Wesley Rosario. It's his third. And the Red Knights second, and it will be a shooting foul for Tom McFadden. 
McFadden with just two points on the night. That was back in quarter number one. He's a 77% free throw shooter. First is good. First points for the Bulldogs here in quarter number four. As Akings will come out, Zulinger back in. Zulinger with the buzzer beater for the Bulldogs after an offensive rebound by Luke LeVan. Zulinger's buzzer beater at the end of the third made it a one-point game. Tom McFadden's two free throws makes it a three-point game now at 36-33, Red Knights on top. Wilson in the half-court trap, extended zone. Chapman finds Cruz in the paint and travel with it, I believe. Nope, a foul before that. And the foul's going to be on Zulinger. Yeah, I thought he might have traveled too, but I think the foul came before the, the walk. So that'll be the second on Zulinger and the first on Wilson. And the Red Knights will inbound underneath. Swinging around for Jeremiah Kamara to Chapman in the left corner. To the baseline for Cruz. Guarded by Hunsinger. Trying to body up with one another. And a foul call, I believe, on the reach-in. Should be on Zulinger. That yep. one's on Zulinger again. So back-to-back fouls gives him three. Bob, that's like the first time I can remember Yadiel Cruz touching the ball on the low post right. in the half-court offense. Yeah, you are correct. For the most part, he's been out around the three-point arc. Yeah. Beatty out. Osumano back in for the Red Knights with 6-11 to go in the ballgame. Reddings on top by three. Osumano, Sosa, Kamara, Chapman, and Cruz, the five on the floor for the Redding. Chapman from the right wing looking for Cruz posting up. Yeah, he's trying. finally he's trying to post up inside. He hasn't done that much at all tonight. Now he'll come out behind the arc, which is where he's had the ball predominantly. Swings it for Osumano, who gives it back for Chapman. Redding being patient. Chapman will drive up off the glass and home. Nick Chapman drove across the lane and then suddenly turned and put the shot up off the glass and scored. Redding back up by five. Wilson down the other end. Gruber, the back door look for McFadden off the glass. Count the bucket and the foul. Terrific pass by Maddox Gruber, who got the ball from Luke Levan after he was double teamed in the low post. Found the cutting McFadden, who has a chance at a three-point play. Nice up and under by McFadden to draw the foul and strong enough to finish. The foul on Kamara is his third and a chance for Tom McFadden now to make this a three-point play. John Edom back into the game for the Bulldogs as Tommy Hunsinger will come out. McFadden with all four points right now for Wilson here in this fourth quarter with a chance to make it five at the stripe. And he does. 38-36 now our score. Red Knights push this to five, and the Red Knights come right back. 5.32 to go. Here's the 1-2-2 for Wilson. They get Chapman trapped. He walked. Oh, no, no timeout. timeout called yeah. by Reddick. Yeah, I thought he lifted his pivot foot, but Francis Kamara got the timeout before the travel. That will be a full timeout for the Red Knights with 5.26 left to go in the ballgame. It stays Redding's favor, 38-36. Red Knights on top. So another tight one here tonight. And again, more basketball coming your way tomorrow night here in WEU as Governor Mifflin and Burks Catholic will take on one another in girls basketball. Tom McFadden with four points in this quarter, eight now in the night for the Bulldogs. Yeah, McFadden's done a nice job here in the fourth quarter, but it is amazing that Yadiel Cruz is here <laughs> with three points with 526 left in the game. Jeremiah Kamara leads the Red Knights in scoring night with 12. Osumano's got seven. Daquan Burgess, thanks to those two threes in the third quarter, has six. That's where the Red Knights' offense has come from. They outscored Wilson 14-11 in period number two. 
Antietam's up 46-43 with 21 seconds left. Ole Valley basketball coming out of a timeout. So again, that one for the battle atop Division Four of the Berks Conference. And likely and very well could be one in and the other out of the Berks County playoffs. If, if Ole wins, they're the champion, and the Division Four champion. If Antietam wins, they, they have to beat Brandywine Heights Tuesday night to clinch the division. But neither one of them could get the second place spot because they no, both they lost w- to Schuylkill Valley, correct. so they would get the second place they, spot. This is the only this is the only way they get in is by the Division Four championship. They get in the county playoffs. 5-24 left to go, and the Red Knights inbound the basketball for Rosario. Gives it up for Kamara. Drives floater for two, Jeremiah Kamara. Found the opening in the zone, took, drove, drove through it, and then pulled up made the floater 14 for jeremiah kamara that ties his career high he had that against imhotep now he's got one 14 against wilson on the road and he gives the, the, the red knights a four-point lead Akings pulls up baseline for two is short rebounded by yadiel cruz red knights want to go chapman across half court is bumped and fouled by zulinger and that's his fourth with 450 left bulldogs third so not a shooting foul red knights will inbound underneath with 450 to go and a four-point lead Maddox Gruber back in, Cam Zulinger out. Aking's really struggling tonight. Got just four points with one field goal. He's missed his last three shots. Aking's with four points, Gruber with four only for the Bulldogs. Luke Levan leading scorer tonight for Wilson with 11. Well, Wilson back in a man-to-man after Ro- the foul. Rosario tried to force that one to Cruz. Edom took it away. Nice defense by John Edom. Turnover for the Red Knights. Now McFadden is trapped in time. Matt Colger will call a timeout from the far end of the floor to save the possession. It'll be a 30-second timeout for the Bulldogs as John Edom with the quick hands knocked that loose and forced to take away. Tommy McFadden was looking for help, and nobody was coming to his rescue. So with 4.33 left to go in the ballgame, this time it's a Bulldog timeout. The big turnover there for Wilson's defense, down by four to get it back. Red Knights 40, Bulldogs 36. It's like no substitutions for either team on the stoppage. Wilson can stop it three more times, running high just twice. Chapman, Rosario, Kamara, Cruz, and Osamano. The Red Knights starting five back out there. Edom, McFadden, Gruber, Levan, and Akings. The five for the Bulldogs will have the basketball. Redding's going to come, looks like, with a 1-2-2 with Osumano at the top. You're going to let the inbound, not not guard the inbounder, which is McFadden. Who is McFadden? He gets it in no trouble. Red Knights not trying to trap here, at least not through the first pass. See if they do it at half court. Bulldogs being there is, there it is. more than patient. There comes the trap. They throw, throw over the top of it, and Bob, Akings has it. Bob, one thing Matt Colgin wanted the Bulldogs to do tonight was match the Red Knights' toughness, and I think up to this point, with four minutes left, they have. Gruber high post for Levan. Levan wants to give it back for Gruber. He's covered by Chapman. Now eventually he gets it. Halfway through the fourth, a four-point game. Red Knights 40, Bulldogs 36. Wilson with the basketball. Edom goes behind his back. Trying to shake loose of Kamara. Blocked by Osumano. Picked up by Cruz. Up in the open floor is Chapman. To the bucket. Not there, but a foul. Maddox Gruber is going to get whistled for the foul. That's going to put Nick Chapman on the line. What else is new? 
Maliko Sumano coming over the key block <laughs> in the fourth quarter of a game against Wilson. He had, he had three, three at the, the, yeah, the finish off the Bulldogs at the Geigel. Three in the last minute yeah. of regulation. So Nick Chapman will shoot two now for the Red Knights after the third personal call against, or second personal call against Maddox Gruber. Nick Chapman at the free throw line for the first time tonight. Nick's a very good free throw shooter at 84%. Joey may have been a little taller, but Nick's a much better free throw shooter. <laughs> Joey Chapman, of course, part of the Red Knights championship pedigree. And their victory over Archbishop Wood back in 2021 in the spot where Chapman stole the ball. Nick stole the inbounds pass and cinched Redding High's win over Archbishop Wood. Younger brother Nick was part of Reading High's last year's state championship team. He makes the first free throw. Yeah, Nick Nick had six, had seven points in the fourth quarter of that victory over Roman Catholic. He has two here, four in the quarter, and the Red Knight lead reaches six for the first time since it was 12-6 back in the first quarter, 42-36. Bulldogs, that's a kick. There's a kick by Chapman. Bulldogs have to maintain their composure. They need a basket. They don't have it's not, it's not do or die, but they need a basket because they cannot let Redding build this lead any greater than it is here with six points. 337 still left to play. Inbounds goes to Akings. Dumps it off for LeVan. Up and in and out. And rebounded by Osumano. Up ahead for Chapman across half court. Chapman in the open floor. Goes behind his back. Up off the glass. Not a good shot. And nah. LeVan has the rebound. No, nah, not a good shot that time. McFadden up ahead for Akings. Tough catch. Couldn't finish and rebounded by Osumano. Levan took it away and Osumano blocked his shot. Wilson has it back for a moment out of bounds. Which way is it going? It's the Red Knights' favor. Yeah, two big plays there. Levan was open in the lane and had a shot just hit both sides of the rim and roll off. And then Akings was open on the fast break, but he got the the pass came. He was too far under the basket and he had a really bad angle at the layup. There were two opportunities the Wilson, Wilson had. They could cut, could have cut this lead to two. And another block in that fray from Osumano as well. And the Red Knights have it back with three minutes to go and a six-point lead. 42-36 Red Knights. With Rosario out near half court, guarded by McFadden. They're counting on Rosario. He's got to keep trying to make penetration with the dribble. Now he'll give it up for Kamara instead. Because I'm not sure. I, this is not, Redding is not at its best here. Akings went for the steal and bumped Kamara to the to the ground. And that'll be a foul on Carell Akings. That's going to be his first. Bulldogs fifth. So it puts Redding now in the double bonus at the free throw line for the rest of the night. Yeah, I, I like Redding is much better when it is attacking the basket, not when they're trying to kill time. Mention how good Redding High is at the free throw line on the season as a team at 71%. They are perfect so far tonight at 5 for 5 with Kamara at the line. Bob, again, another another barn burner down at Ole. Ole Valley scores late, forces <laughs> overtime with Antietam. 47 all going into overtime. Jeremiah Kamara at the free throw line made the first and the second. It's an eight-point Reading High lead, largest of the night for either side. And now, now it's imperative that Wilson score here. Not necessarily a three. They need a two. There's the one-two-two at the half court. To Huntinger at the high post for McFadden. Didn't take the three. Gives it up for Gruber for Huntinger instead. 
Hunsinger pointing LeVan down low. Got to have a little bit of a sense of urgency here. With 2.15 to go, down by eight. McFadden off the wing, drives it. Cruz goes around and misses the shot, and Rosario has the rebound. Matt Coldren trying to call his team out to pick up the Red Knights and try to force them to give it up. Rosario got away with a walk, gives it up for Kamara. Back for Chapman, almost taken away by Gruber. Chapman inside, great look inside. Cruz couldn't catch it cleanly. Red Knights are able to hold on possession. Cruz has it back in the baseline. Redding trying to be patient now with 1.45 to go. Who do the Chapman Bulldogs steps foul. between the double team. Great ball movement. Yeah, for sure. And he foul puts the Red Knights on the line to shoot two. They're killing a lot of time here. The Bulldogs need to do something here. They're down eight with 90 seconds There's left. There's the foul. That's some great ball movement by Redding. Sure is. They ran a significant amount of time off the clock, at least 30 seconds. I think it was something like 40, 45 seconds. Yeah, yeah they puts did a Nick really Chapman nice job. at the free throw line. Foul was on McFadden. It's only his second. Bob, again, we've talked about these offensive droughts for Wilson. <laughs> One for seven here in the fourth quarter. Chapman at the free throw line, and the Red Knights remain solid at the stripe. And they're chipping away. They're not chipping away. They're chipping ahead. Foul line shot by foul shot here in this fourth quarter. Chapman for one more. Six straight at the free throw line. Nine for nine on the night for the Reading High at the line. And it's a ten-point Reading High lead. This would be a terrific win for the Red Knights with Yadio Cruz scoring just three points. Hunsinger goes inside, comes up empty. Levan kept alive. Cruz has it back. And eventually in the hands of Rosario with 1.15 to go. Bulldogs flash at him to try to get a foul. He gets it to Osamano, and it's taken away by Gruber. Maddox Gruber ahead will lay it in for two. So a red night turnover leads to a bucket for Maddox Gruber and a timeout for the Bulldogs. 1.05 left to play here in West Lawn in a much needed bucket off a turnover for Wilson to make it now an eight-point game. Yeah, but it might... It, they were running out of time here. Those two opportunities that I talked about, Levan with that short shot from the lane, rolled off the rim, and then the, the fast break opportunity, the pass was too late for Akings. He caught it way under the basket, and he couldn't finish, but he was open. Those are two that I think they would like to have back, and it might be a different game because they wouldn't have had to foul Redding here. Certainly worth noting in the sense that the Bulldogs need to come back. Down by eight here with 105 to go. Wilson still has not made a three in this game. Incredible. We do have one final. And Exeter, which trailed by 11 points at the half, defeated <laughs> Burks Catholic 63-55, handing the Saints their first league loss right. of the season. And back-to-back losses. Back -back, Burks Catholic yes. lost earlier this week to unbeaten Abington Heights in a non-leaguer, but the first league loss. But again, even though Exeter ends up with a split with Burks Catholic, the Saints have already locked up the Division II championship. Again, Bob, it just underscores how the Burks boys' playoffs <laughs> are going to be a crapshoot. Yep. It's all going to be about who gets who, who draws who in terms of the seedings. As Chapman trying to avoid a double team, lost it for a moment, gets it back, and then taken away and fouled by McFadden. Chapman lost it for a second, but fought to get it back. And then McFadden in the scramble for the basketball fouled him. So it's going to be number three on McFadden, and it's going to go back to the free throw line for Nick Chapman. Bob, the five red knights on the floor right now are all 
pretty good free throw shooters. The weakest one is Yadiel Cruz at 68%. <laughs> the Chapman, who's already made four at the line in this quarter, is going to shoot two more here for the Red Knights with now 58.5 left to go. And he misses the first. His first miss of the night. First, first miss first for Redding High. Yeah. Yep. So a, a, after a 9-for-9 nine nine at the free throw line, the Red Knights miss the first. Chapman has another. And that's good. So it's a nine-point Red Knight advantage at 47-38. Yeah, the Red Wilson cannot afford to waste time here. Down nine with 50 seconds left. Quick find to Zulinger. Kick out for Gruber and a spot up for three. Short. Tipped. Grabbed by Osumano up ahead for Chapman. And Chapman gets Levan up in the air. Count the bucket and a foul. And that should do it. Nick Chapman ahead of the pack. Count the bucket, end a foul on LeVan, and Chapman at the line to make this a three-point play. Yeah, and, and for, has an opportunity to make this a 12-point lead with 43 seconds left. Misses the free throw. LeVan has the rebound. It's an 11-point Red Knight lead at 49-38. Up ahead for Gruber for Akings. Drive, kick to the corner for Gruber, and three needed it and got it. First three of the night by the Bulldogs comes with 30 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Is it a little too late yeah. for the Red Knight uh, for the Bulldogs with 30.4 to go? It's now an eight-point game, and so the Bulldogs again will go for the steal and if not commit the foul, force Redding High to make foul shots with a eight-point advantage for Redding High and 30.4 to go. A win for Redding High sets up the showdown on Tuesday against Muhlenberg. We've all, we've talked about the terrific defense that Wilson has played on Yadiel Cruz, who has just three points here with 30 seconds left. How about the Redding defense on Kirill Akings? Four points. He is Wilson's leading scorer. One field goal and two of four from the line. And up until the last 30 seconds, Maddox Gruber's been pretty quiet as well. Right. He had just four points going into the fourth. He now has five. Thanks in large part, uh, five and a quarter, and nine and a night thanks to that three. But with 30.4 seconds left, is it, again, too little, too late for the Bulldogs? Down by eight. Real quick, before the inbounds pass, we have a final from Ole Valley. Antietam edges Ole Valley 49-47, takes control of the Burks 4 race. If Antietam defeats Brandywine Heights Tuesday, the mounts are the Division Four champs and in the Burks playoffs. Redding High will inbound. Chapman finds Cruz at half court who gets it to Osumano. And they'll get it to Kamara. He slipped down. And did he lose it out of he bounds? Did. He did. Jeremiah Kamara lost his balance and lost the ball out of bounds. It gives it back to Redding High. Or excuse me, it gives it back to Wilson on the Redding High turnover. At half court, the Bulldogs went down with 24.8 left to go. Got to be quick here. Wilson's got to be quick. Gruber hounded by Chapman. Gives it up for Edom. His turnaround jumper is no good. Battle for the basketball. And eventually it ends up in the hands of McFadden. McFadden tried to drive his way through a traffic jam. Lost it out of bounds. It's still Wilson's basketball, but there's now only 11.4 left to go in the game. It's an eight-point difference in favor of Reddick. And Wilson's basketball underneath. 
Right now, Gruber's left alone in the corner. Uh, he got a little perspiration maintenance underneath the basket. Yeah, yeah. We get that mopped up as quickly as possible. So Tom McFadden will be the inbounder for the Bulldogs. Well, barring a, a Reggie Miller-type miracle, <laughs> uh, I, I, I think the Wilson Bulldogs are going to come up short here. But uh, And it's stolen a pass deflected by Osumano out of bounds. It's going to stay Wilson ball. Yeah. What a, what a performance by the, the Red Knights. On a night Yadiel Cruz has just three points, the Red Knights find a way to defeat the Wilson Bulldogs beating them for the ninth straight time, second time this season. Gruber from about 10 feet behind the arc and makes the three at the top with 4.1 left to go and a timeout for Wilson. Maddox Gruber about halfway between the top of the key and midcourt, buried the three, makes it a five-point game with 4.1 left. Two threes in a quarter, eight in total in a quarter, and 12 on the night for Maddox Bulldogs Gruber. will be wondering where those threes were <laughs> in the first three quarters because... They're the, they the only two threes for the Bulldogs tonight. Again, one of the top three-point shooting teams in the county, but could not find it. Couldn't find it in the third quarter against Muhlenberg. Couldn't find it for three quarters against Reading High tonight. Yeah, I mean, Gruber has made three of his last four shots, but before that, the Bulldogs had just one field goal in the fourth quarter. So with 4.1 seconds left to go, it's Reading High basketball. And a Red Knight lead at 49-44. So the return of Rick Perez back to the Geigel on Tuesday as an assistant coach at Muhlenberg. And of course, we'll have that one for you here on WEU to wrap up the regular season and a fight for the division championship. Yeah, everything will be at stake Tuesday night at, at the Geigel. Red Knight basketball following the Bulldog timeout could be not only the Division I championship, but that key second seed right. in the Burks Conference playoffs. So Chapman, again, will be the inbounder. And he can run the baseline and does so to Rosario, who's bumped and fouled immediately with three seconds to go. Wesley Rosario will be at the foul line for the Red Knights as sophomore at the line for the first time tonight. Red Knights 7 for 9 at the foul line here in this fourth quarter. And Rosario about to shoot two more. He is an 86% free throw shooter on the season. The first in and out. It's still a two-possession game, regardless of what happens here. And three seconds to go. Rosario's second is good. Five for Rosario and a six-point Red Knight lead. Gruber again from the long distance is short, and so too are the Bulldogs tonight on their home floor. They fall to the Redding Red Knights. Our final score, Redding 50, Wilson 44. We'll take a timeout back with our post-game show, Words with winning coach Francis Kamara, our Judd Firestone Plumbing Player of the Game, and our Angstaff Family Dental Play of the Game, all when we come back to West Lawn after this on WEU in Reading. 
Family owned since 1940, Sanders Funeral Home and Cremation Services have been providing care, compassion, and dignity to the greater Redding community. They are proud to serve you in your time of need, providing professional and personalized service. Our funeral directors can help you make pre-planning decisions that reflect your desires and budget. Sanders Funeral Home and Cremation Services can accommodate funeral, cremation, and memorial services of all sizes. Located at 1501 North 11th Street in Reading, call 610-372-1624 or sandersfuneral.com. Are your garage doors noisy, squeaky, or moving unevenly? Having trouble opening and closing them? Don't be left sitting in the driveway this winter. It's time for a tune-up from Overhead Door. Starting at just $99, we'll inspect, lube, and adjust your garage doors so they operate smoothly. Call today and ask for a tune-up special from Overhead Door. And business owners, we also specialize in commercial warehouse stock maintenance. Overhead Door, we're more than just doors. OverheadDoorOfReading.com. Welcome back to our post-game show where the Reading High Red Knights hold off the Wilson Bulldogs by a score of 50-44. to 44. Rich Garcella on the floor with winning coach Francis Camara. Thanks, Bob. We're here with Reading High basketball coach Francis Camara after the Red Knights' 50-44 to 44 win over Wilson. The Red Knights' ninth straight win over the Bulldogs in the series. Francis, first of all, let's talk about your team's defense, particularly on Wilson's top two scores, Corral Akings and Maddox Ruber, how would you describe, you, 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 you shut them down, but how would you describe the effort? The effort was amazing. The effort was amazing. The, the um, communication was amazing. And the way that them guys stayed connected with each other. Those, those two guys are shooting the ball well. They're two very good players. They've been doing a good job all season long, running their offense and running their team. And they, they score most of the points on their team. But our guys just did a great job in locking into the game plan, trying to make them guys uncomfortable and make them do things that they don't normally do. Many have said Redding, as far as Redding, Redding goes as far as Yadiel Cruz will take him. Yadiel had been averaging 26 a game over his last nine games. Tonight, just three points. Other guys stepped up. How important is that for this team at this point of the season? It's super important because you see how everyone else is starting to build their confidence right we've been talking about it all year all year i've just been talking about continuing to get better day by day all right and sometimes that day is not your day and some of our guys sometimes they get a little bit frustrated because they want to they want so bad to be successful and want to do very well not for themselves but for their teammates and so yadiel always wants to do a great job for his teammates and unfortunately the ball didn't bounce in the basket for him tonight but you know what? We got about four, uh, eight, nine other guys over there that can put the ball in the basket. Obviously, you know, they're not averaging 25 a game. But <laughs> when, when their number was called, they came and they responded and they stepped up. You said, how about that freshman? That freshman happens to be related to you. <laughs> Jeremiah, your son. Some days. Came up with, what, 13? Uh, 16. 16 tonight, a career high. Can you describe the, the game that he had tonight? We needed all 16 of those. That's one thing. That's the first and foremost. We need all six and 16 of those points. Um, Jeremiah is just a mentally tough kid, and he just continues to get better and better every game. I mean, at this point in the season, he's not a freshman anymore. He's not a freshman anymore because the kids just continue to step up in big moments, um, and he, he just brings an energy that, uh, you know, that's different. And 14-year-old kid, he turns 15 on Monday. Um, he just plays hard, and he just loves it. He's a fiery competitor, and I love watching him as his coach. And then getting the chance to take a step back and being dad, it's, that's, that's fun. I'll say this. I noticed tonight 
he does he is not happy when he comes out of the game. No, no, he don't want to come out the game. <laughs> if it was up to him, he'd play every game, obviously. And if it was up to everybody on the team, they play every minute of every game. But the kid doesn't like to come out the game because he's just a fiery competitor, and he just competes hard as ever. Um, he does good job getting under people's skin. He's just he's just there. He's just an annoying little guy there. And you know what? He embraces it. Francis, you have a big one Tuesday night. You told us, Bob and I, before the game, you're taking stay present, be in the moment, but that game will decide the Division I championship. What does that mean to you with this group of kids who started slow but have, are obviously getting better and better? What does that mean that you have an opportunity Tuesday night? Well, that just means that our kids stayed the course and they didn't pay attention to any of the outside noise. Um, obviously, we know. I'm a first-year head coach here at Reading High School, you know, coming off of third state championship, right? Um, legendary coach Rick Perez, my mentor. You know, a lot of people are not expecting us to be successful or we're not expecting us to respond from the initial, you know, ups and downs that we had in the beginning of the season. But I'll tell you one thing, there ain't no kids tougher than Reading kids. They go through a lot of adversity on a daily basis, so they're used to it. So these guys, you know, sometimes we dig ourselves a hole. Sometimes the game's pretty ugly and mucky, but one thing they'll do, they're going to fight, they're going to respond, and they're going to fight to the very end. Francis, thanks so much. We'll see you Tuesday night. Thank you. I appreciate you guys. Francis Kamara getting the win for the Reading Red Knights, who win it tonight over Wilson on the Bulldogs' home floor. Again, the final score, Reading High 50, Wilson 44. We'll take one more timeout back with our Judd Firestone Plumbing Player of the Game and our Angstaff Family Dental Play of the Game when we come back to West Lawn after this. UECU is a proud supporter of Pennsylvania athletes and families. They invite you to enjoy their new low loan rates, competitive deposit rates, member rewards, shopping discounts, new roadside assistance service, and cell phone protection powered by Bazing. UECU membership is free online at uecu.org or simply stop by the credit union while missing on Meridian Boulevard. UECU, a powerful new way to save money. Visit UECU.org slash checking to learn more. Hey there, basketball fans. Let's take a moment to talk about the cornerstone in our neighborhood, Bachman's Roofing, Solar, and Remodeling. When it comes to protecting your home, trust the folks who have been doing it for over 51 years. From solar solutions to remodeling dreams, they've got you covered. Bachman's Roofing, Solar, and Remodeling. The name you trust, the people you know. Visit us today and let's make your home the MVP of the neighborhood. Call Bachman's at 610-947-5102 or visit GoBachman's.com. Family owned since 1940, Sanders Funeral Home and Cremation Services have been providing care, compassion, and dignity to the greater Redding community. They are proud to serve you in your time of need, providing professional and personalized service. Our funeral directors can help you make pre-planning decisions that reflect your desires and budget. Sanders Funeral Home and Cremation Services can accommodate funeral, cremation, and memorial services of all sizes. Located at 1501 North 11th Street in Redding, call 610-372-1624 or sandersfuneral.com. Welcome back to our post-game show. Again, the Reading High Red Knights hold off the Wilson Bulldogs. This was back and forth through good portions of this game. There were seven lead changes in this one, eight ties in this one, and a lot of them came in the third quarter where Reading High eventually took the lead that they never relinquished towards the tail end of that, and that leads me to where we're going right now. Our player of the game brought to you by Judd Firestone Plumbing, whether it's a dripping faucet, a drain backing up, or plans for remodeling a bathroom or kitchen. It's important to have it done right. Judd Firestone Plumbing, 
has more than 85 years of combined experience serving the community. Call 610-678-9080 for Judd Firestone Plumbing in Laureldale or find them on Facebook. Well, the coach's kid, as he likes to say, he could be a pain in a little kid, but he can also play basketball. And he also led his team in a scoring tonight a new career high. Again, he had 15 against Imhotep, and now he comes to Wilson and has 16 for his new career high, including four points and a couple of big foul shots for the Red Knights, who were outstanding from the foul line tonight. They were 8 for 11 from the foul line in the fourth quarter and 11 for 14 on the night. And that's a way to hold off a team if you're getting fouled and stepping to the free throw line and knocking down shots. And that's what the Vic Chapman and Frent and Jeremiah Kamara were able to do for Reading High in that fourth quarter. And so Jeremiah Kamara with his career-high 16 points and a game-high 16 points is our Judd Firestone Plumbing Player of the Game. And our play of the game is brought to you by Angstad Family Dental. Let their family take care of your family. Visit angstadfamilydental.com for more information. Well, the Red Knights coach, when Rich Garcella said, who's your X factor in tonight's game, said Daquan Burgess. Daquan Burgess had two field goals made in this ballgame, and they were back-to-back threes, and they were the key component. Wilson was on top 27-26 when Burgess made his first three to put the Red Knights back up on top 32-20, excuse me, 29-27. And then after a turnover by Wilson, another Burgess three, back-to-back threes, and a six-point swing turns it into a five-point Reading High lead, and they never relinquished that lead. It was down to one with Wilson getting a bucket at the end of the third quarter to make it 32-31. But the Red Knights pushed it to five and to six and ultimately to double digits in the fourth quarter. But those back-to-back threes for Daquan Burgess were indeed an X factor for the Red Knights. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. That turned the tide. I, I, I had said during the game, especially the third quarter, nobody could get bigger than a two-point lead. If somebody gets a five- or six-point lead, they could break it open here and, and, and take command. Right. And that's exactly what those two threes did for the Red Knights, Burgess hitting those two threes. But, again, a great defensive effort by Redding. Fourth quarter, Wilson was four for 13 from the field with the game on the line. And three of those baskets came from Maddox Gruber late. Before that, Wilson was one for seven from the field. You can take all the analytics you want. You want to win playoff basketball games, play good defense, and make foul and make shots. Ba- and make baskets. Right. Well, <laughs> make more baskets than they do, and you and you win a lot of games. But, I, always, again, holding Wilson to 44 points, and then, as I said, 8 for 11 at the foul line in the fourth quarter, 11 for 14 yeah. on the night. That's a that's a, that's a that's a great recipe for success. I, I've always contended that shooting is one of the most underrated skills in basketball because people, <laughs> right. you know, they work on, no, really, no. because people work on this, this, they run on, you know, on our offense, our defense, our ball handling, our, de- you know, rebounding, shooting. Yeah. Shooting is so critical, and Wilson just cannot find that groove for 32 minutes. Yep. You see it in spurts. Yep. And then you see it disappear, and that and that was a problem again tonight for the Bulldogs. So 16 for Kamara and 11 for Chapman to lead the way, 7 for Oblique Osamano, 6 for Burgess with those two threes, 5 for Wesley Rosario, and again, only 3 for Yadiel Cruz, and 2 for Nico Sosa, and the Red Knight total of 50. For the Bulldogs, they end up leading, being led by Maddox Gruber, a bit deceiving. Gruber ended up with a couple of threes, and the Bulldogs' desperation attempt to come back at the end and had eight of his tw- his team-high 12 points in that fourth-quarter flurry. 11 for Luke LeVan, eight for Tom McFadden, 
And four each for Tommy Hunsinger and Corell Akings. Two each for Cam Zulinger, John Edom, and Kevin Twyford. And the Bulldogs total of 44. So, again, that sets up where we go from here. Tomorrow night, girls basketball action for you. Berks Catholic at Governor Mifflin. And then as we talked about all night long and we talked about with Francis Kamara, the showdown to finish it. Muhlenberg and Reading High, the schedule maker, knew what they were doing. They sure did. That's going to decide the Division One championship. And for a while, early this year, Reading was scuffling a little bit, especially without Nick Chapman on the floor. Right. He makes a world of difference at both ends, offense and defense. Reading has an opportunity to repeat as Division One champions Tuesday night with a win over Muhlenberg. That is for all. That is for the Division One championship. It is a it is playoff basketball, <laughs> no doubt about it. It has certainly felt that way in most of our contests this year, and another tight one tonight here in West Lawn. Again, great things are coming your way here in WEU. Lots of big things coming your way over the course of the next couple of days and beginning next week as well. Lots of programming changes that I think you're going to be excited about. But high school sports is going to be a major component of it all for the future of WEU. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to, to the future of this radio station and, and seeing wh- wh- where it goes. But uh, I think the, the people who live in and around Berks County are going to be very happy with, with what the new ownership is going to try to do. So thanks very much to Drew Coffin and his staff here in West Lawn. And before we get out of here, though, Rich Garcella has his updates on some very important scoreboards. So in the Division Four showdown at Ole Valley, Antietam defeated the Lynx 49-47 in overtime. That means that Antietam can clinch the Division Four championship Tuesday night against Brandywine Heights. If the Mounts lose and the Lynx defeat Kutztown, the Lynx are the division champs <laughs> by virtue of power rating. Right. By virtue of power rating. That's interesting. Another interesting score in Division Two, Exeter rallied from an 11-point halftime deficit to defeat Berks Catholic 63-55, handing the Saints their first league loss. Another result that underscores, we don't know what's going to happen in the <laughs> Berks County playoffs. It is wide open. Uh-huh. <laughs> Muhlenberg clinches, sets up the showdown Tuesday night at Geigel Complex with an 81-63 victory over Daniel Boone. Again, Reading versus Muhlenberg for the Division I Championship Tuesday night. We'll have it here on 830 WEEUAM. Twin Valley 51, Conrad Weiser 41, and Fleetwood 69, Hamburg 49. So there's your scoreboard rundown, including tonight's win that makes the Red Knights go to 13-7. and and now in 7-3 and three and tied with Muhlenberg atop the Division I standings. Wilson falls to 6-4 and four in the standings and 13-7 and seven overall. Thanks to Sean Tansky back at the WEU studios. Again, thanks for listening to High School Basketball tonight. and hope you'll do so tomorrow. We'll be right back at you with more High School Basketball from Shillington tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. For my colleague Rich Garcella, my name is Bob McCool. Thanks for listening to High School Basketball on 830 AM. WEU, the voice of Berks County and beyond. Tonight's live coverage of Berks County High School Basketball presented by Cross Keys Insurance on WEU has been brought to you by Angstaff Family Dental, Bachman Roofing, Chick-fil-A, Cross Keys Insurance, Judd Firestone Plumbing, Coon Funeral Homes, Lincoln Plumbing and Heating, Overhead Door Company of Reading, Redner's Warehouse Markets, Remax Real Estate Agent Phil Macaronis, and by UECU. 
This has been an exclusive live presentation of WEU, 8.30 a.m. in Reading.